right, so this might be the first season of the live episode because I am approaching my co-host, Dylan Flynn, outside of the Gorilla's pop-up shop right now. He does not know I'm recording this, so it should be fun, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Hello, and welcome to Halloween oh, Monkey. Oh, there's the how's guy. How's it going? Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice right? to meet you. Hey, Ben, how's it going? Nice. You got the jet bar, man. You're so lucky that I was rolling. Yeah? I'm rolling myself. Okay. So we're going to get double coverage. You want to leapfrog? Let's do this pop-up shop thing. It's finally fucking here. I love that you did double up on the coverage, by the way. Yeah, I figured we both have the audio. Hey, guess what? You've been waiting for it, and now you're listening to it. Finally. It's the live episode of Hallelujah Monkeys. Or Hallelujah Monkeys. Hallelujah Monkeys. Uh, live in Inglewood, spectacular, whatever the canonical name of this thing is. Look, it's we're we're behind a little bit of a delay, so let me just get you up to speed. Once a million years ago, there was a band called Gorillas. <laughs> and who are you? <laughs> I'm Dylan Flynn. Who are you? I'm Trevor Ickrath. What we're going to do today, Trevor, is go back in time to the beginning of October when you and me went to go see the band Gorillas at the Forum in Inglewood. Is that a spoiler that we did get to see them? I don't think so. I think that's, I, I think the way like you can talk about how uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father, I think you can talk about how we saw Gorillas. It's a foregone conclusion, that's true. I'm very excited. I'm so excited to go back through on this journey with you, uh, Trevor. And, and and what a journey, right? What a journey. Like I'm, This was a weekend. We had a weekend, Dylan. We had a real weekend. And you know, what you just heard was the first time Trevor and I ever met in person. Person. Isn't that special? Very special. Already, this episode is off to a great start. And that, I believe, was one of a, one of a number of audio hugs that you'll <laughs> be treated to. There are the quite evening. a few of those. It was a, it was a jovial weekend. People were happy to see each other. It was. You know that Trevor Eckrath, he's just as charming in person as he is on the podcast. Thank you. So let's set the scene. We were this was day one. So this is the day before the Gorilla Show. A Wednesday. Correct. And the idea was it just so happened that I would be getting into town the last day of the G Foot pop up store. And I would be in town the last day of the G Foot pop up store because I was here every day of the G Foot pop up store because I live here. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. Maybe the holograms will only come to Roseburg, Oregon, and then you'll have to come here. But for now, I had to go to Los Angeles. Who knows? So I got there a little bit in advance of, of Trevor. I got in the line because I've been warned that it was going to be this super long line. You'd have to wait forever. But then uh, Trevor hadn't even gotten there yet, and I made it to the front. And I was like, well, shit. But then the guy at the front of the line, the bouncer guy, was super cool about it. And he was like, hey, look. When your friend gets here, just come up to the front of the line again, and then I'll let you guys in. You don't have to wait. You get special treatment when you host a Gorillas podcast that no nobody knows about. <laughs> it's true. I didn't even have my press credentials. I didn't even have them. You just heard you arriving, and then I guess it's time to go to the store, right? Right. Let's uh, let's pop into the pop up shop. We go to the front, and then the guy says, "Yes, you're the guy who I told to come back to the front." Okay. And then we go into the thing. Are you sure you're not taller than me? I think you're taller. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been measured in a while. Okay, well, we're not quite in yet, but let's actually go inside of the store now. <laughs> let's get in there. Oh, through the threshold we go into yeah, the G Foot store. The event horizon. Yeah. Okay, what do we got going on here? I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to David Attenborough this as best I can. I see. We got that guy. We got. We got Black Russell guy. doing the Black Power salute. We got this guy over here. There's Murdoch with the cigarette. Freak City is 
part of the regular. Oh yeah. There's a dog here. Hi dog. Oh, it's much less mysterious than this part of the record. The socks, that's what I wanted. The socks were what I wanted. Very yeah. rock the house. I like it. Very rock the house. Or what is it, Mr. Freedom? That was terrible. I did a really bad job explaining that. I can't remember if I was if I was going, there's that guy, there's that guy, because I wanted to do an ironic, like, oh, this is an audio medium thing, or if I was just being really bad at describing the pop-up shop. It felt like a bit in the moment, but I mean, like, I was earnestly trying and doing no better than, right. your, than your sarcastic lampooning of it. Let us let me try. I think I'm going to try to pull it around, and let's see if I do a better job. You're doing a terrible job. So it looks like what you might imagine a gorilla's pop-up store looks like. Right. There's a graffiti motif. Uh, none of the. I haven't seen the, the familiar font though, which is good. We get. There's a cool. There's some. Uh, there's a Demon Days Live in Manchester poster. I like that. That's cool. Plastic Beach poster. Singles collection poster. That's a little kind of weird. I feel like we've never even mentioned the singles collection. Oh, we're gonna review it on our We're gonna do it on the We Are Ten. We never have mentioned it. Though. We've what never a mentioned weird it. little chapter of the release. Very strange. I think you own it on vinyl. I, I do own it on vinyl. My dad gave it to me for my birthday. That's amazing. Yep. What a great thing to have. Why did they press it? But hey, I'm all for it. <laughs> I think I did that time at least specifically mention things that weren't in the room with us. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that singles comment. Compilation now. <laughs> it was a weird thing. It was a weird moment in time. All right, let's check out. Like we said in the clip, so I think you got socks and, a, and buttons, right? Right, and you got, I think, socks and buttons. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I wasn't very original. I think I'm going to be Mr. Copycat here. I'm also going to get socks and some buttons. Buttons are cool. They're cool buttons. Buttons, right? Thank you. Don't be a fool and leave buttons on a shirt when you put it in the washing machine. It's not a, not a good move. Bad move. Sorry that I recorded you without your express permission. Oh, okay. I wouldn't even have mentioned that. Quality control purposes. Feel weird. Not. He just records literally everything he does. Yeah, I'm like I'm like a I'm like the lead in a quirky indie movie except fatter. What does that make me in the quirky indie comedy? Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess, are you like the friend who uh, takes me up to a certain point, but then I need to grow beyond you and leave you behind? Is that what that is? I hope not for the sake of the podcast. I guess so, right? Maybe the thing is I was your imaginary friend the entire time. Everything was a buzz because out front was like the real, was the real attraction to this G-Foot pop-up store, at least in my opinion. Right. Uh, what did what did we uh, what did we find parked outside the pop up shop on Daly Street? It was the Stylo car, and everybody was was couldn't stop talking about it. So so let's uh, let's check in with us, and uh, and our friend Ben I think is in this clip too. Is that right? Right. Ben's a great kid. He lives out in um, San Diego, I think, and I've been to a couple shows with him now. Uh, he's real. He's like the best person I know at meeting like bands and artists after shows and stuff like that like i think he even um he was at a neutral milk hotel show and he like managed to get jeff mangum afterwards which is crazy because that guy's like a recluse he's the bigfoot of musicians yeah so. <laughs> yeah but ben's got a picture with him pretty amazing uh so yeah you might hear a little bit of ben we're going to talk about the stylo car and, and et cetera et cetera oh my gosh, the stylo car the yeah. stylo car oh there it my is God. Yeah, this really is the guy who owns the car actually very cool what's that he, he was the one he was the one who actually bought it and then wow. refurbished it again to fix it back as well, too. No kidding! Yeah. Hey, listen. So I made him put it back like this. We're a couple of adult men who make a podcast about gorillas. How would you feel about us getting a turn in that for a picture? Yeah, you want, you want to take a ride in it? I don't need to take I, I'm happy to if you're offering. I would like to take a ride in it. I can take <laughs> you for a ride around the block. Yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to be on our podcast? It does. 
Let them be on. Let the girls. I don't need to be in it. The girls can be in it. There's no, there's no photographs. Oh, okay. You can make up a name. We could like do that effect where your voice is really deep. Oh yeah. Right. Obviously, we did not end up having too deep in his voice. No, he he gave us permission to use his voice. Did you hear me almost say no to riding in the stylo car? Did you? Yeah. He's like, what were you thinking? I don't know. Apparently, I hate myself or something. Yeah. I mean, you're you're bold enough to tell people that you have a gorillas podcast. Get in the stylo car. Come on. I like how I introduced us as adult men with a gorilla. Well, yeah. I mean, he's going to be thinking it anyway. It's true. Get out in front of it. So so that was uh, a gentleman uh, and his wife and two daughters. They sort of collectively are the owners of the Stylo car. <laughs> Let's call them the, the Stylo family. Yeah, the Stylo family. Uh, I guess the way that it works is his eldest daughter is like a super huge Gorillaz fan. I might be getting this wrong. One of his two daughters, or perhaps both of them, are super huge Gorillaz fans, and he's an amazing dad. Who, who bought the Stylo car uh, because he wants to show off how amazing of a dad he is. Number one dad award. Number one dad award. Yeah, so uh, the Stylo family, amazing. Let's, let's, uh, let's get back with him and see if, he's, if he lives up to his word. It's kind of tight in there, but I'll take you guys for a ride around the block real quick. Yeah! That's surreal. We're both tall gentlemen, but we'll, we'll squeeze. All right. Getting in this thing. I'm in the thing! We're in the Stylo. We're in. <laughs> Trevor, we're the Stylo. We're in the Stylo car. That's fucking insane. It's not a real big car, but it's bigger than the car that I got rid of. That's amazing. I'm really excited about this. Should I even bother? <laughs> that's crazy. So you guys do a podcast about the gorillas, huh? Yeah, yeah it's, it's called, called Hallelujah Monkeys. Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's very contextually successful. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. The kind of people who would be into a Gorillaz podcast will probably listen to it. This is so cool. Did you like coordinate with the pop-up event to be here? Yes. Yeah, they, that's when so they cool. found out that I had the car, they asked me to bring it out. That's so cool. I'm not sure if they're going to ask me to do something for the concert tomorrow, but we'll see. You'll see. Yeah. Listen to this thing like purring know, right now, too. This is really crazy. This is awesome. Yeah, it's a healthy car. So gorgeous. How often do you think that you actually fire this thing up? A couple times a month. Right. So I don't we're, we're driving around LA in the Stylo car. Have you ever regretted this purchase for no, one second in your never, life? Never, never. Like what about when your daughter is really acting up? No, no. <laughs> Still, you're like, whatever, it's mine then. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yep. I was telling my take it away. Oh, dude, this is so sick. This is crazy. God bless your unreservedness to be able to tell people that we have a gorillas podcast. I know, right? It happens. I feel so shameless. <laughs> I cannot talk to other human beings about this in public. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, you're totally making this weekend for us right now. Did you hear that? Did you hear your humble host, Dylan and Trevor, riding around in Gorilla's car? It happened. Gorilla's Miracles. I gotta say, I do kind of regret that we didn't uh, play the song while we were in there. But I think considering that we pulled out and immediately just got stuck in L.A. traffic, it wouldn't have been quite <laughs> as like true. epic, you that's know? That's true. That's true. We would have also had to do it on our phones, which is always a little corny. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, man. Amazing. I'm tingling just reliving Dylan, this we moment. rode around in the Stylo car. <laughs> we were in the Stylo. He was like asking us if we were going to be at the show tomorrow. And then this brought up, uh, you know. This is a big this is a big plot hook for our weekend, Trevor. Right, right. Let's listen to that. Very We're gonna cool. try to ask Damon Albarn to say 
this is Damon Albarn, and you're listening to Hallelujah Monkeys on well, Into This awesome. Thing. That would be pretty good. So Are we, we going can, to ask him that? Uh, how serious do you think I am about it? Oh my it? gosh. I made two. The number one gorillas podcast in the world! I made, I added that because I figured you should reach for the stars. Sure. I don't know if I could ask Damon Albarn to be on my podcast. I guess I'm going to have to, right? Yeah, it'll be like your moment of, of truth. Yeah. So I made cards, Trevor. Yeah, we should explain what we were looking at in the car. Yeah. Before I left Eugene, I laminated two business card style slips of paper that said on them, well, okay, so initially the idea was that they were just going to say, this is Damon Albarn, and you're listening to Hallelujah Monkeys. And you wanted to make these cards because we were we were planning to meet him after the show. This right. was our goal from, from the minute of inception of this plan. We were going to meet Damon after the show. He comes out by the buses. He always comes out, and people meet him, and he signs stuff. And the line is chaos. The, li- the line's chaos, you know? It's it's hard even just to get a little bit of FaceTime with a guy like Damon Albert. Can you please say this complicated sentence into this? It just exactly. wouldn't work. Exactly. It would have been, been, been a nightmare. So what you did was you got these cards made up. And like I said, they were going to say, <laughs> Damon Albert listening to Halloween Monkeys. So, but when you walked through that door of the Kinkos where you got these cards made, you were, you were struck by inspiration. Or hubris. What's the difference? <laughs> Good point. Because at the end, I I added the postscript, the number one gorillas podcast in the world. Which is true. <laughs> it's true. Not inaccurate. Right, but the but the ugly part of it isn't like that that's how I want like our podcast to be known. It's that's how I want my hero to describe our podcast. <laughs> you gotta go, you gotta go full gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud of it. So with that established, let's let's soak in the rest of the stylo ride, huh? This is so amazing. I feel like I'm also smelling it, which is great. Yeah, you do smell it. Yeah. That's awesome. It's an old car smell. My wife loves that. So I love it. I think, so it's, it, I think it's an aphrodisiac for her. So it doesn't really turn into a submarine. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't gotten it that wet yet. To find sure, out, right. So. Yeah. Have you had to do anything to it since you got it? Just the little stuff, the battery and, uh, you know, a little bit of the... Dylan, we just rode in the stylo We car. just rode in the stylo car. How did we do this? How did this happen to us? <laughs> Amazing. Let me see, see if the door opens okay. Sometimes that one sticks. This one here? No, it's open. That's amazing, dude. Thank, Thank you. you so much. No problem. We really appreciate it. So cool. The Stylo family. I love the Stylo family. The Stylo family's great. Here, let's let's just do a little bit of a wrap-up, and then we'll we'll talk about our last little interaction with them before the day was over, okay? I was just going to ask if, if we could get in to take yeah, a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, do you want to ride? Yeah. What is I know, this is already the best episode of the show we've ever done. Maybe true. We'll see. It'll depend we'll, on We'll see by the end, yeah. Do you remember at one point, Trevor, he like he opened the trunk of the stylo? And I, I remember I was just thinking, like, what what do you keep in the trunk of the stylo, right? The broken parts of Cyborg Noodle. We, we need a good, like, Quentin Tarantino-directed shot of Bruce Willis opening up the stylo trunk. <laughs> good point. He loves those. Good point. But then what he did bring out was, like, this big poster board. You remember? It was, like, it, it was done up like a, like a science fair project that said, like, the story of the stylo on it, and it had all these pictures, and, like... I think I also put a project like that together when I was in college. <laughs> You made it on a poster board with little cutouts. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite band. <laughs> this has nothing to do with differential calculus. Please see me after class. <laughs> 
Anyway, what we learned was apparently in between the Stylo music video and then the Stylo car belonging to the Stylo family, uh, it had a second life when it was painted green and used for a Viagra commercial, which I quite enjoy. Which is great, and I'm so sorry Cass never found a way to... integrate that into the lore of phase three for sure that was that's totally something he would have ripped right out of reality speaking of cars uh whether or not we would get damon Auburn to say the name of our podcast wasn't the only kind of uh running saga that we (laughs) had to follow that weekend high drama high drama because apparently like that day people with with tickets uh purchased got a got a an email from the venue that said that you would get free parking if you were one of the first 25 Toyotas to arrive at the forum. <laughs> you know, parking at a concert venue is always a nightmare. It always costs a lot. It's true. 25 free slots. That's like a Hunger Games scenario. It's a weirdly specific, ruthless promotion. So let's let's listen to let's listen in on that. Eight. Maybe I can be one of the first 25 Toyotas to oh, show up. Well no, it's at three o'clock. It starts at three o'clock. So. Do you have a Toyota? I do. Me too. You guys are we could show up at three and see if we're one of the first twenty-five. I mean, be good for the, it would be good for the app. It would be good for the app. Be good for the app. <laughs> but it would—it's also the dumbest promotion I've ever heard in my I, life. Dude, I—I I saw that and I'm like, wait a minute. If it was only twenty-five, like, why the hell are you guys promoting it? It's like, very dumb. At least give me a hundred. Like hundred or like, or like, raffle me in for a door prize, but like free oh, parking is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I know, yeah, like well, yeah. What if you like raffled off for like VIP or something like that? Right. Like, come on. Like, we're 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 naysaying a little bit there, but I guarantee you that the that the ending of this plot arc will shock you. <laughs> Remember, miracles happen when it comes to gorillas. Next, we um we ran into some uh, some listeners and friends from the gorillas fan community. Renee, Renee's hey! here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bring Hi. it in. Hi. I'm real. The British sushi is Welcome. Here. How's it going? Good. How are you? Dylan. Trev. Dylan. John. Right. You have to stay here in a great yeah. awesome. How's it going, dude? Ryan. Come here, you. There's my guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good How are you doing, here? So heartwarming. I love now you know, so like, like, every, like, year I do this as well. <laughs> is Renee the, the most travel gorillas fan that we know? Definitely. So, yeah, we got, we got, who do we got? We got Renee. Renee, who's from Australia and travels all over the world to see this band. She's an inspiration. She listens to the show a ton, and that always fills me with joy. Yeah, how does this go again? We Renee was had just landed in L.A. from Chicago, and right before she was in Chicago, she was in L.A. That's right. It was a weird kind of little odyssey she took. She made it. She made a Chicago sandwich out of an out of L.A. bread. Yeah, yeah. So we had her. We had um. We had. Ryan Hughes, who goes by Eusta, or as you may be incorrectly pronouncing it, Eusta. <laughs> he listens to the show. I've known him for like years because of the Gorillas fan community. Oh, we love Ryan. We love Ryan. If you want to get to know Ryan, Ryan's you can just great. go on the Discord. He's usually there. Spoiler alert: every every listener we met up with on this weekend was lovely and and great and fun to hang out with. You know what? We cut a lot of to make this episode, Trevor. A lot of dudes sort of jerking off about music nerd stuff. There's a whole endless reel of tape of just you and me and various Gorillaz fans like backdoor music journalisting throughout this weekend. But Yeah, but it's better that we don't include that stuff, right? Well, I figured why not why not include just a tiny little taste just so you can hear what it's like the off my cowly monkeys experience. You should have just said right and played it. Oh, that's a good point. But it's too late I didn't do that. I got really into 1989 around that time though and I still fucking love that record. 1989 is great. One of the best in pop albums really of all good. time. Where are you right now? 
Are you just I can say that unironically, probably my favorite synth pop album. The last, you know what's like, really cool years. is that like Blank Spaces is now her most streamed song of all time, and it's a really it's like a really intelligent pop song. Yeah, totally. It's like a it's like a kind of a perfect version of like because that's the problem. Taylor Swift is just increasingly disappearing up her own ass. Like every song has to somehow be about her brand. That song is about her brand, but like in a really intelligent way. Yeah, it's fun. You know? Yeah, but then she decided, oh. This needs to be my entire That's my whole thing. thing. Right. People love this, I'm gonna do it. Well, even Shake It Off is like a few inches too far. That one kind of sucks. And, I, I, mean, I, think it's, I think it's I hooky. take it off my copy. It's hooky. This sick beat. <laughs> it's better than the real it's better than the old Taylor can't yeah. come to the phone right now. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a little tribute to Gwen, kind of. One of the very active members of our of our listener community is a, a big Taylor Swift fan, so she couldn't be there for the weekend. That's kind of like her being there in spirit in a way. One more really incredible thing happened day one, and I do have audio of it, but unfortunately, it's not really any good. Yeah, this it, it wasn't good enough to put in the show, but this is still a cool thing that happened, so let's definitely talk about it. We ran into a very special person in the Gorillas pop-up shop. Remy Kabaka. Russell, Russell himself. himself. Amazing. Yeah, he was, like, in there, so we got we went back into the shop, and, like, I was holding my tape recorder, and immediately one of his buddies, like, spotted it and was going, like, hey, what's that? What's that? And I was like, oh, sorry, I'm making a podcast about gorillas. It's called Hallelujah Monkeys. And then Remy, without missing a beat, said, then where's my Hallelujah money? <laughs> Great. And a voice that is so much higher and more gentle that I, than, like, I could have ever imagined. Yeah, he's, he sounds like a very, a very, like, kind, sweet proper british man <laughs> yeah like he like he could almost work in a library <laughs> for sure for sure he must tap into some deep well of something to to give that russell voice but anyway he was super nice super cool hopefully we'll be able to catch up with him again at some point he did uh yeah we talked to his uh we talked to his publicist and hopefully we're setting something up that'll be cool yeah hopefully fingers crossed he seems like he'd be amazing to talk to so remy come be on the show come be on the show remy but yeah that was pretty much uh that was pretty much our experience at the gorillas pop-up shop after that we kind of set our set our goodnights and headed our own separate ways. The next day we reconvened at Amoeba Records in Hollywood. On the Sunset Strip in, in beautiful Los Angeles, California. Where where so many dreams have come true. Yeah, and where so many cars have moved very, very slowly to their destinations. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, we, we decided to meet up at Amoeba on the day of the show because, uh, well, because we're friends and we wanted to spend more time together, but yeah, but also because uh, you wanted me to meet someone very special that day. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted one of my friends to meet uh, my other friend who was coming to the show with us. He kind of ended up being the like third Hallelujah Monkey honorary member, if you will. Yeah, for definitely. This, this experience. His name is Maxton. Right. Uh, he's a good friend of mine who lives here in LA. He uh, he's a very talented musician. He makes music under the name Infinite Freefall, which is all one word. Go check that out. Because you should actually cool. go check that out. That's he's actually really great. I directed a music video for him. You can look that up on YouTube. It's called Beautiful People. Say what? That's like some. That's on some. some that's like the Danger Doom of Hallelujah Monkeys. Pretty yeah, basically now right. <laughs> a featured artist and one of the hosts went off and yeah. made it right. Yeah. So yeah, but you two had never met. Uh, he was really looking forward to meeting you. So we decided to all uh, meet up at Amoeba. Right. But then first I had to climb into your. 
Toyota so that you could get into some real parking. So let's let's, right. let's listen to that. Are you hunting for anything in particular today, Trevor? I'm probably not going to buy anything. I just spent $35 on Gorilla's merch. I think we both spent 30 Yeah. Unless you got oh, I meant else. to change into my Gorilla socks before you got here. I'll do that before the show. <laughs> I would have worn them, Trevor, but I unfortunately... You do that thing where you say my name in real life, too. I do. Yeah. Unfortunately... I, I, in my eagerness to get out the door, I made a life choice to be a person who will wear Crocs all weekend. Oh my gosh, why? I, know. I didn't realize why. Because I, I was just going to wear them for the drive down for comfort. Okay. And bring my nice boots. Okay. But the second part of that sentence never happened. Okay. So I became a person who wears Crocs all weekend. I don't know anyone who owns a pair. I do. Except for you. You know me. I feel like they're like as under the radar as a pair can be, really. Who? These Crocs that I'm wearing. Oh. <laughs> I like the... <laughs> I like the slight gap in time between in the middle of that clip where like we've moved on to some other topic, but I'm still feeling haunted by the fact that I'm wearing these Crocs. And you're like, what? Oh yeah, you're wearing Crocs. Yeah, I know. Uh, so so we hung out in Amoeba for a little bit. Um, we were taking a look around at some records. We spotted Demon Days hanging up on the wall where they keep all the nice, expensive, pricey stuff. It wasn't the original. Wasn't the original pressing though. It was one of those uh, vinyl, vinyl me please, please reissues. Half of which, if you'll remember. Like barely even worked. <laughs> barely even worked. And they were selling it for ninety. That's ninety dollars. Very steep. That seems very, very steep. steep. So then Maxton showed up, and I think a great key defining characteristic of him is that when he showed up, he was immediately really, really excited about your field recorder. Yeah, let's hear that. That was my friend Maxton. That was the How the Monkey Spanish version of a lifetime. Hi! Yeah. <laughs> Welcome Dude. to the show. Oh, awesome. I have, I have one of those too. Aren't they great? They're great. They're so, so good. good. It's so been like good. one of the best investments. Oh my God, sure. absolutely. I love how you can plug things in on the bottom. So That's good. so <laughs> convenient. Maxton's so good, you guys. He's so good. Like, I love... The thing about Maxton that I love is his enthusiasm. Like, yeah, Dylan really took a shine to him. I really enjoyed him all weekend. And <clears throat> my favorite thing about that clip is that he's like, you can plug things in on the bottom? And I, you know what? That's all he needs. It's, he's right, though. It's awesome that you can do that. It's great. Very convenient. <laughs> so convenient. So what have you guys been checking out? There's a copy of Demon Days up there. There is. It's the reissue. Yeah, oh, it's uh, the reissue? The one I have. Oh, do cool. You think it, do you think it actually plays? <laughs> well, what if it's a messed up one? We should let him know. Yeah. yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> hey, just so you know, this run had some serious manufacturing problems. Can we do that for the show? <laughs> Maybe we should, right? I don't know if I want to do that. We didn't do it. Spoiler, we didn't do it. No, no I'm, I'm willing to do quite a few things for my Gorillas podcast, but badgering an innocent Amoeba employee is not one of them. So here's the thing, Trevor. On this tour, Gorillas have been pulling out all the stops but the one thing you can't really do is predict the set list you know yeah and they've been making some pretty interesting exclusions too i think you'd say and there was one song in particular that maxton was really crossing his fingers that they would play <laughs> which is crazy that he even had to be crossing his fingers about you're this in not the first wrong place. it is crazy dell was there last night <gasps> right? that could although, be a thing that happens although you're gonna be a little disappointed because they played moments but they didn't play feel good ink <laughs> It's he not really gonna happen. Good it's enough. not gonna happen. It might I happen. Have to. It might happen. Right? I, it, I, I, I was looking at, at, at set lists last night. It happened in like Missouri or something. Like yeah. they pulled it out in the middle of nowhere. I don't understand why they're not playing it at all. So Mac didn't really wanted to hear Feel Good Inc. this weekend, Trevor. I, I know it's kind of a running thing on the show and even in parts of the fan community where like, you know, you're a little, you're kind of over Feel Good Inc. Right. And like right. you don't really care about seeing it live. You'd rather see some like a weird deep cut or something. But believe it 
it or not, there are some more casual Gorillaz fans who still really love feel-gooding. Definitely, and definitely. That's why I'm so surprised that they've been cutting it live, because of people like Maxton, you know? Because people like Maxton. And, you know, Maxton's getting deeper and deeper into this band, but but the thing about Maxton is that he never gets over his childlike wonder of, of the world. And so no. feel-gooding will always be as amazing as it was on the first play for, for you or me, you know? I think that's a pretty apt reading, yeah. And, and his enthusiasm is so infectious. Like, by the time curtains were up on this show, everybody wanted to feel good ink. I wanted, I know I wanted it. So the rest of, uh, the rest of the, uh, the, for the next hour, we just kind of browsed around Amoeba, <laughs> looking at stuff, talking about music. Yeah, making fun uh, of Kelly Clarkson and the like. <laughs> yeah, Dylan really wanted to find a uh, used CD for his car. Right, I've I've gotten into that position where I don't really have CDs anymore. I just stream, but then I've recently have a car stereo that takes CDs again. So I'm like, maybe I should have like one in there just in case. Just I don't in have case data. something happens. Yeah, yeah. In case of emergency, break jewel case. And it just kind of seemed like it, it should be a greatest hits compilation because that's kind of funny. Like <laughs> you forget you even have it, and then you find this. And by a thing. bit of a by a bit of an off kilter artist, you know. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody who you wouldn't think immediately. So we were looking around. We saw you know like the Clash and et cetera, et cetera. And finally, I saw <laughs> this like two disc. The essential hollow notes, and I knew I had to have it, and I do have it now. <laughs> Did it make your dreams come true? <laughs> well, you know what? It, we, I can only speak about it in the future tense because, again, I, it's like do not break glass unless there's an emergency. I haven't listened to I'm, it. I'm yet. glad it hasn't come to that yet. Not yet, but I'll keep you posted. We'll check back in in a later episode, and I'll let you know how the <laughs> essential hollow notes is. Then we just kind of like shot the ship for a while. Again, it's not the kind of thing that's super riveting to listen to, but I did want to give you a little taste of that. This is a seven inch, like modern reissue of Hello Goodbye and I Am the Walrus. Only at Target. <laughs> <laughs> Target cornering the seven-inch reissues. Yeah, right. So anyway, that's pretty much it for Amoeba. Yeah, after that, we all decided to go head over to the show in separate cars. Uh, Dylan, you got there a little bit ahead of us. Yes. And so I pulled up into the parking lot of the forum, and then I, I rolled up to the dude at the front, and then he was like looking at my car, and then I leaned out the window, and I was like, "Hey, am I one of the first twenty-five Toyotas?" And I said it exactly like that, and then, and then his response was. Yes, you are. <laughs> so I was. How about that? I was handed a little ticket and and guided into a special area, and then uh, and then my parking was free. Now, Trevor, what happened on your end? I got street parking five minutes away, and I Ubered over to the venue. God, I wish I had tried though. I feel like I could have made you it. You could have. You could have, man. I we could have made right it right on my heels, and I feel like there was still another sweet free venue parking. I know, I know. You just you weren't willing to take those kind of risks. No. Hopefully, as the night goes on, you'll become more of a risk taker. Fortune does favor the bold. It sure does. So then we started meeting up with the with people. Trevor isn't quite here yet in this clip, but uh, but. I met up with a, with a listener uh, who I really am grown fond of. You've actually heard her before. She was on our episode about the fall and that little montage of, of people who love the fall. Uh, her name's Carmen, and she's great. The leader of the followers. The leader of the followers, for sure. <laughs> that's a great. That's actually a really great way to describe her. I'm just going to play a little clip of, of, a, of a hug between us that I felt was very powerful. It's you! Come here, you. Hi, Carmen. Welcome to the forum. I'm so glad you made it. 
Can you feel like how all up in each other's business we were? We were just like... It was a touching warm moment. These things happen at Gorillaz concerts. It's true. Old friends become sort of new friends again. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then your intrepid co-host uh, made his arrival. Let's hear that. Ladies and gentlemen, Trevor Ickrath from Howley. Your monkey is here. Hello. This is my friend Max. What's going on? I'm Stupa. I'm on the That's from the Discord. There's Paul from the Discord. Hello. Nice to meet you. It's good to meet you. We're all here. We're all here. Are you also from the Discord? Yeah, I'm Protodisc. I post a lot of art. Painter. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Hi, welcome. Hi, thank you. Something you'll notice, Trevor, about the audio that I made at the forum tonight is that the forum in Inglewood is five feet away from LAX. Yeah. I, that, that struck me as soon as I rolled up. Don't worry. Airplanes just landed on our heads all night. But hey, you got to hear some of the amazing listeners of the show who are all, again, really sweet and great to meet. Lovely group of people. So then we, uh, once we had uh, reconnected with our friends, we decided to go find some strangers. We should do some man on the street stuff. Should we? Should we ask nine, <laughs> yeah, nine people? Totally what we should do. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anyone's free to come with us, but we're going to go... By we, I mean you should go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shameless about you. Okay, so I think the idea was we wanted to find a cosplayer, right? right? And you initially wanted to find a Russell cosplayer, but <laughs> it, it's, it's hard to find Russell in an official girls' music video, let alone at a live event. However, we were able to find a really cool Phase 3 Noodle cosplayer. Hi, you're a cool Noodle cosplayer. Hello. Hi. I'm Dylan Flynn. I'm a co-host of a podcast called Hallelujah Monkeys about gorillas. Oh, I messaged you on Reddit. That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> wow. We've been looking for a person on the street who's a cosplayer to talk to them about cosplay. Sure. And this is awesome. like very elaborate and clearly like a lot of love has gone into this. Yeah. So, so much. Yeah. Show. This is real awesome. noodle from phase three. It's an audio medium. So we have to explain mm -hmm. what we're seeing right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, you've got the mask. Perfect. I think it's, is it, what is it? Sculpted. It's a... Uh... Do you want me to be specific on what yeah, it is? Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. It's a cereal box. Oh, nice! Wow. What, what kind of what cereal? cereal? I believe it was Golden Grams. Okay, good choice. Awesome. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. I think they have a Super Mario Galaxy thing going on right now. Wow. <laughs> that yeah. looks so good. The paint looks great. Yeah. Dude, that's really good. Yeah, and, you know, just... got, the, got the kind of nurse's outfit. I don't know yeah. exactly what you call that thing. And the leggings, like everything's perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Right. The best face through noodle cosplay I've seen, I think, ever. Probably. Oh. Probably. Yeah. yeah, it's up there. I saw a cyborg noodle yesterday at G Foot. Not as good. Uh, I don't know why Teen Titans not as good. and Gorillas crossover. And so is Noodle your favorite gorilla? Mm. It's a tie between her and 2D. And you didn't want to knock her eyes out, honestly. No. <laughs> 2D is a very hard cosplay, very few. Really yeah. hard cosplay. So. Yeah. And he doesn't have anybody's proportions. Yeah. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> is this, did you make this for tonight or have you had this one in the No, yeah. I made it, like, That's so cool. two weeks ago. Wow. Boy, oh, my kingdom cool. for a Russell cosplayer. Yeah. <laughs> there must be one out there, right? I almost came as Paula Cracker, but no, it wasn't again. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, little Paula Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw a little Paula Cracker cosplay. <laughs> little, little, little Paula, little Paula Cracker action going on over there at the forum. Who would have thought in the 2017th year of our Lord that Paula Cracker would still be getting talked about at gorilla shows i really i we gotta start seeing some cosplay for real big shout out to that it was uh you heard sholendor who you can find on instagram we actually uh posted a really amazing picture of, of us with sholendor on our hallelujah monkeys instagram account so you can go see that very very nice work so after we uh after we interviewed the noodle cosplayer 
we kind of just passed the next hour or so doing, you know, what Gorillaz fans at a Gorillaz concert are wont to do. We got there at like three and then doors aren't until six. So we had a long time. We had, we had a minute. One of the repeating conversations throughout the night was like, what are your hopes? So Maxton was, was kind of making the rounds. What, what, what were our long shots? I think mine was New Genius. I always thought that would be cool. I thought it would have been cool. Like, you know, it's not my favorite Gorilla song, but what if they pulled out like sound check and it, Surprise, and it was like it turned out to rule, yeah. And they like used the humans in it or something, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? But Carmen had like the best answer, <laughs> yeah. Maxton finally got to Carmen, and let's hear what she thought. What's your left field one in a million holding out hope to hear it? Oh, I know, I know what it is right now. Yeah. I can say it before you even say it. I know what it is. Say it. It's California in the, in the, splitting, the uh, slipping the sun. No, oh, <laughs> really? Okay. I really want them to get Dell to come out and then just punk him, turn off his mic, and play the Fire Life Cypher version. <laughs> <laughs> and I want Damon to just stare at him. Excellent answer. You know, even if even if they did end up doing that to Dell, maybe they could at least get him to play Rock the House. Someone who was at the Seattle show the other day told me that they talked to Dell, and they asked him, like, why aren't you guys playing Rock the House? And he's like, man, I can barely remember what that song even is. <laughs> I mean, dude smokes a lot of weed. Like he does smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> Somehow that's not surprising. Yeah. What else did we talk about while uh, waiting to be able to get into the venue? <laughs> well, we did record a pilot episode of a new podcast. You, you want to hear that? You recorded a pilot episode of a new podcast. I said we, but I wasn't necessarily meeting me and you. Right. I saw this thing on the internet. Uh, it basically, uh, it was a, a woman's breast milk, but like uh, there was, it was uh, there was one bag that was, you know, when the baby was like healthy, mm-hmm. and it was just, it looks like normal milk. And then there was one bag from like uh, when the baby was like sick, and mm-hmm. like the mom like knew, and then like made. That's the, crazy. Yeah, and then you're gonna crazy. you're gonna record milk. all this in the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, it, it made like like darker breast milk for the kid that like it has nutrients. That's in wild. It. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really wild. Yeah, so that's definitely a good move. Baby. Well, well, that that was our our weekly podcast on breast milk, milking it. <laughs> Until next episode, don't get lost in breast milk. Demo. Ooh, hallelujah, milky. Hallelujah, <laughs> milky. The creepy podcast where two grown men talk about human breast milk. And I'm relieved that none of them were me. Yeah, yeah. just that. Yeah, just that. Yeah. So thankfully, then the uh, sound check started and took us away from such topics of conversation uh, right. we all kind of gathered around huddled in a convenient spot outside the venue and listened to the band warming up from inside kind of trying to guess what we were hearing and what it meant for the set list later that night what's the possibility of us hearing idaho i don't know why do you think they didn't play it last night i say we would probably get a different yeah, but Kilo's here, so she'll probably sing. Is Kilo here? Kilo's here? Kilo's here? Yeah. So we're getting out of body. Yeah. Kilo's here. Feeling out of body. Oh my god. Check it out. Kilo is here. Kilo's here. In the building. Fuck yes. We're big fans of Kilo Cash. I was so so afraid I wasn't gonna hear out of body. Like they'd been playing it on and off for the last couple last couple stops on the tour, and I was nervous we were gonna be one of those stops that missed it. If you're if you're new to the show, Out of Body is Trevor's favorite song on humans. It's great. I love it. So one of the one of the awesome listener folk uh who we spent a little time with this weekend was Tay. Tay had actually just seen Gorillas two dates prior in Seattle. Uh, and so I was very interested to hear his opinion of, of what had gone down that night with Busted and Blue. So let's let's hear. You were at Seattle, right? Yeah. Did you see him before that somewhere? I can't remember. Nope, that was okay. my first time. Seattle seemed like it was a really special date. It was. It was like, like it was pretty dazzling. It was 
packed. The busted and blue pictures are incredible of the whole crowd with their. It was so cool cell phone because yeah, the thing is, it lit up the whole great, place man. just with cell phone lights. That's I've so cool. It yeah, it was so cool. Oh, yeah. So yeah, this is like the new thing now. This is like Rocky Horror Picture Show style. A little bit. Yeah, when busted and blue plays, you know, the venue gets really dark. And everybody takes their phones out and turns the camera on or they hold up a lighter or something. And through all those combined lights, it lights the venue right up like as if it were daylight. Yeah, and I've just been looking at the pictures of them from like Instagram and stuff and thinking like, God, that looks incredible. I was so excited. I bet you were really psyched to participate in that since Bustin' Blow is your favorite Gorillaz song. It was heavy in my mind, for sure. You know, it was heavy in Max's mind. (laughs) Feel good, Inc.? I think I've finally come to grips with the fact that I'm not going to get a feel good tonight. We're not going to get it. You don't think you're going to get no, it? I don't, I don't I'm not it, feeling honestly. it. Hey, a lot of people don't. don't, but it's my favorite Gorilla song because I would ignore me. I wouldn't mind it. I would love it. I wouldn't mind it. But they would have to do it right. Did you hear it? Like, just how he's already, like, feeling that sorrow in his voice. It's so sad. However, waiting outside the venue, listening to the sound check, we heard, we heard a, an iconic bass line. <laughs> Come from inside. And then in Houston, I started getting shit for it. Is that? Yeah, it is. Yeah! That's feel good. That's feel good. Is everybody's gorilla's dream gonna come true tonight? Uh, Is it? Good question, though. I I think he jumped in the air when he realized it. As if he just like bent his bottom dollar on the Giants and (laughs) they. Pulled out a clutch fourth quarter touchdown. That would be a good game, betting on whether they're going to play Feel Good Inc. or not. <laughs> for sure. What are the Vegas odds for Feel Good Inc. Yeah. tonight? So then at one point, they were sound checking a bunch of stuff. They sound checked Dirty Harry. Right. And, of course, and, you know, if you play Dirty Harry around a group of uh, Gorillaz fans, they're, they're going to start discussing a question. When you saw it live, did it sound like from harm or among to you? Well, it was a pre-recording, right? Yeah. Oh, it was a pre-recording? Yeah. No kids choir. And Damon doesn't sing it, does he? Although the San Fernando Youth Chorus is still a thing, and we're near San Fernando. Yeah, we are near there. San Fernando Youth Chorus, come on the show. (laughs) Come on the show. (laughs) (laughs) We for sure want to get one of those fucking kids on our show and ask them what that lyric was. Absolutely. Because that'll be the the real decider. Yeah. Glad I got to do a come be on the show. Me too. Me too. Trevor, stroke of genius. Right, thank stroke you. Stroke of genius. I know. We got to get one of these kids. Come on. They're not kids anymore. No. I mean, now they're they're adults. I mean, what are they? What are, What do you think they're doing? Where are they now? Some of them could be could be our future leaders. Maybe. So Sanchez <laughs> is going pretty well. Uh, do you want to do you want to check in with us at the forum and kind of get caught up on what we were hearing? Sure. Yeah. Let's let's go through the list. So unless you're didn't a have a big ego. So far, they've sound checked. Out of body twice. Out of body yeah, twice. 19, 2000. 19, 2000. Andromeda. Garage Palace. And Idaho, apparently? Idaho. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, now this could be a really crazy set God, list. this might be fucking awesome. This could be a excited. really crazy set list. Already, I think this is like the longest sound check of the North American tour, maybe? I was so psyched. And you know, that was like, they weren't even done yet. Like at that moment when we were listing everything, I think we all kind of just assumed they were done, but they were still going after that moment. And they played some even cooler stuff next. Super fast. <laughs> They're here. Super fast. <laughs> They're here. Super fast. Yeah. They would not be we getting all fast three tonight. We they would not be here. They might not be here right now, but they've got to be planning on oh, like, getting fuck. The fuck. Yo, this is going to be on the Yeah, but it wasn't that though. Does that let me out? I think it could have been. That is let me out. Yeah, that's the. Why are they still sound checking shit? Maybe push is here. What if they out? Yeah, they say they say the devil's at work. 
Trump is calling favors. Yeah. Or is he? We don't know. We can't hear behind that, please. So we were riding high on that long sound check, but then, you know, like a, a creeping feeling started to come over us. Right. The question, what's well, going to get bumped? All right. I feel like no matter what at this point, because of all the things, all the balls that they potentially put into play tonight, like, there can't be no disappointments. Like, we're not going to get a thing that we hope we got, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something, something is going to fall yeah. through. Right. As long as it's not every planet. As long as it's not every planet. As long as it's not every planet. As long as it's not every planet, Trevor. Could you feel the atmosphere of dread just hanging in the air? We were really afraid of not getting that song. Like, they just brought back the song that we wanted so bad. (laughs) But they had been playing it long enough on the tour by now. That they might just be getting sick of it. And you know, the tension in the air, there's only one way to cut through it. (laughs) That is in in the nurturing bosom of our corporate overlords. It's always depressing how, like... Willing I am to see Gorilla sell out if it means they can keep doing Of course! Like, right. They're a they very expensive band. Was like, yeah. just took a sip of this refreshing Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> who's, your guys, who's, your guys, who's your guys, I asked this last night at the Airbnb, who's your guys' favorite uh, corporate sponsor of the face? I don't know, because I, like, I kind of... Um, <laughs> it's got to be Red Bull. That's the thing. Is like, yeah, it's I want to embrace yeah, the evilest one. Because yeah. yeah. I think you got to go, you either have to go Red Bull or Eon. You have to pick like the, the goodest or the evilest. <laughs> Renewable energy company. Or Jaguar just giving people like jobs. Um, I want to know who that person is. Like, oh yeah, hey, it's your first day, right? I mean, I got a podcast. job. I got a job here uh, because I like know a lot about cars. I've been interested in like the company since I was a little kid. How, how, how did you get a job? Oh, I knew a lot about this one fictional member of a dumb cartoon band. <laughs> <laughs> I passed the whole quiz. Do you know the song Clint Eastwood? Telecom <laughs> did a lot too. I got to hold my hat to Telecom. The first show happened. Yeah. Got, uh, Telecom has uh, definitely been that, like the, the best interview with gorillas ever with that first 30 minute moment. Telecom yeah. paid Telecom paid for the motion capture series. What? Yeah. Really? Then I'm I'm switching my answer to Telecom. Telecom, I mean <laughs> they, they really did make it happen this way. <laughs> that is Trevor, that's low-key like one of my favorite pieces of audio that we got on this whole weekend. Like I love how I love the arc of that conversation where it starts off like yeah corporate sponsors, but then by the end of it we're like you guys telecom is really changing lives. That's capitalism. <laughs> That's how it works, dude. Fuck us. What have we become? We're all slaves. <laughs> we're all slaves. I can't believe that audio. What? A, I'm such a dork. I'm just like. They really made it happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm a dork too, because I think after that I started talking to you about uh, video games, right? No, it's no, it's a great video game. Bloodborne. 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 Bloodborne is a great <laughs> video game. I'm glad Bloodborne you do. Bloodborne is a great video game. Trevor's like. I want to go home and play it right Trevor's now. Trevor's like the first like new, very close friend I've made since I've been like in my mid twenties, pretty much. You know, I just haven't had cause to really. Like, I made a few comedy friends in Houston who like. I'm still friendly with or whatever. Yeah. But like the the person who you talk to like most days of your life, Trevor's the first one I've made in many years. Hey, same. Right? Same. I'm an important person. VIP. Yeah. That was Dylan's idea to put that clip in the show, although it does reflect very nicely on me. It's true. Yeah. Trevor wasn't like, hey, use the part where you say nice things about me. Here's where, where we hit up a little bit of a roadblock. Like we were hanging out. But then it's time to go into the venue. Yeah. And one listener was like, hey. How are you going to bring that thing into the venue? That thing being your field recorder. Right. How did I not, like, in the months leading up to this, how did that never occur to me as a potential problem? I mean, we both dropped the ball on that one. I mean, this isn't a fish show. It's not a Dave Matthews (laughs) band concert. (laughs) No, You can't just bring in recording equipment. Yeah. 
For sure. So then we figured, okay, well, we were seated, not general admission. So the, the feeling was, I'm just going to take it, try to take it through security. And then when they say, no, you can't bring that, I'll just walk it back to the car, I guess. And then we'll all go back to our seats and, and whatever. We'll cry about it later. And how'd that work out? Well, let's, let's hear what happens when I turn the recorder off after I did or didn't make it through security. So I was about to go through the line and I asked the guy... Do hearing aids set this thing off? I have hearing aids. I have one right now because I lost one while I was in a blackout state. But I didn't want to walk through, but I didn't want to take it off. So it's like, do they set it off? Really old ones will sometimes set, get set off by them. And then he starts looking at this thing and he goes, oh, that's a hearing aid. Wow, it's so big. I honestly, when you said do hearing aids, like, set this thing off, I was like, he's going to think that's a hearing aid. Like, no lie. Holy shit, dude. Congratulations, you did it. Yeah, this is disability privilege. <laughs> can we can we say that if anybody asks you about it? Yeah, of course. Listen to it, just casually planning to tell more lies. Crimes. <laughs> Miracles happen at Gorillaz concerts. We got the tape recorder in. We did, and shout out to that slightly aged <laughs> security guy who looked at my, what was obviously a handheld field recorder and thought, I guess that's a hearing aid. Slightly aged security guy who looked at the field recorder and thought, huh, maybe that's a hearing aid. Come be on the show. Uh, okay, so then now we're behind the gate, and uh, we thought it was it was refreshment time. I, I remember that there were, like, cheesesteaks and hot dogs, and I didn't really want to get something to eat, but you did, and I think you, you settled for hot dogs. We, we went to a Pink's hot dog stand. That does look like a good dog, though. Oh, Pink's great. Pink's, Pink's hot dogs are awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a Hollywood legend. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> yeah, didn't Nathan for you do something funny with them? I can't remember. Yes, they Yes, they did. The last episode of the first season. You'd right. think he'd be doing a different hot dog brand, you know what I mean? I know, yeah, right? I, mean. I know what you mean. Because his name's Nathan and oh, Nathan Zerbs. That took a minute. That's, no. that's my, my level of humor usually does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm operating on several levels kinda got it. It's kind of like Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only super intelligent. Exactly, you need to have a... I, my favorite line in that copypasta is the part where like, I hope to find a woman within five IQ points yeah. of my own. Hopefully, Hopefully lower. lower. <laughs> I hope somebody does take that Rick and Morty copypasta and make a Hallelujah Monkeys version of it. Oh yeah, for sure. That'd be amazing. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody do that. That's a great idea. You and me were standing next in line. Maxton went ahead to get his hot dog and then... We watch Max didn't get a hot dog. Right. Uh, what is that called? Quick play. Quick play. Here you go. Everything. Everything. Thank really you, friend. Uh, quick play. He's great. Quick play. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. You're me a little bit. Exactly. No play. That's what I'm saying. So quick play. I'm just glad someone's here taking care of you when I'm not around. Thank you. <laughs> Sweet little moments at the Gorillas concert. Max is taking good care of you. Okay. Uh, then you got yours, and then I walked up to, to get my Diet Coke, and more things continued to happen. Sure. Two Diet Coke? Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Can you get a sign for me right there? <laughs> I like that laugh, right? I know. <laughs> yeah. no, it's very distinctive. That. Oh, that's the signing one. Yes, baby. His laugh. <laughs> 
So you definitely relate so much to Maxim because you both have such distinctive laughs, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. I, I, I guess those kinds of people just gravitate towards me. It's true. You attract you attract boisterous laughers. But how about big up for the pink hot dog lady who was impressed by Maxim's laugh? I think I think she's a very memorable character. Pig's hot dog lady, <laughs> come be on the show. So then I wanted to find out why Maxim was laughing so hard. And it, behind it, me. it wasn't really that funny. All right, well let's let's let the audience make their minds up about that, Trevor. I feel like I missed something really funny because I heard it happening. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you oh. did. Uh, um, <laughs> Trevor spread mustard on his hot dog with a straw, and it was the funniest thing either of us have ever seen. Yet. That's so <laughs> Trevor. It's I so mean, Trevor. yeah, it's so Trevor. That's exactly what it is. That's wild. Look at him. Look, look. <laughs> it's a little Patrick Batemany. That is it. Is. <laughs> the hot dog thing wasn't that funny. They might come back. Huh? The hot dog thing wasn't that funny. <laughs> uh, it sounds kind of funny. That's too. what he'll have you believe. The mustard just came out a little like more than I wanted, so I was like, oh, I'll just distribute it a little, you know? I understand. It, the only He's thing a modern that, like, day McDonald's. It was if it was the funniest thing ever, it wasn't the kind of funny that I could have gotten onto this thing. So yeah, know? it was a sight gag. Too sad. It was a sight yeah. gag. No, it was a sight gag. And we decided to include that sight gag. I guess the whole bit made it into the show. <laughs> the whole bit. We really, we really. We really didn't skimp on the hot dog material, did we? It really wasn't that funny. <laughs> I don't know. Ask Carmen or, or Maxton if you see them, and, and maybe they'll, they'll sell you on it. So after that, we decided to find our seats because uh, the show was about to start. Ooh, there's some real sticky happening. Yeah. <laughs> some intense sticky is happening right now. I have 11. What do you have? I have 12. I have 13. Okay, Panthers record stone. We're in the forum. Um, we just took our seats. There are only um, four rows that are worse than ours. <laughs> That's true. There are only four That's rows true. that are worse than ours. I do like our view of the stage though. Yeah, it's, it's nice, it's nice, it's cool. It's moody. We're not like off to a side, we're at like a good yeah, diagonal yeah. angle. Nice, definitely. Yes. Good shot of both the screens. Dude, wait, there's two screens? Oh, there's that one, and there's... Oh, yeah! Yeah, there's an equivalent. So, yeah, we didn't have the best seats in the house, but it gave us a nice vantage point of uh, of the whole venue. We got to see the GA area. The stage was in good view. And uh, we spent the next kind of five minutes just sitting around talking watching people kind of try and signal for each other with their phone lights. Yeah, that was so weird. So there's like, you know, on the left and right sides of the balcony, they were they were like trying to Morse code each other with their with their phones. Something like that, yeah. These people are flaunting their endless batteries. <laughs> I was going to say, if they're trying to signal to people, it's not going to help if a lot of them are doing it. What are they trying to signal? What's Jamie trying to signal with all his duck tattoos? Right. <laughs> I do feel sad that my battery on my phone is dead so I can't join into Busted in Blue Star Show. Mm. I'll try not to cry during that song. Oof. What a sad little detail that your phone died before you got a chance to participate in the Busted in Blue light show. Yeah, I, I can remember in that moment it was really actually bringing me down so I had I could like push it to the back of my mind because I was like, no, 
You're having a good time tonight, Dylan. Don't think about that. Your favorite gorilla song. There was the other the the other potential. So then Vince took the stage. Let's just say it. Right. Uh, Vince Staples came out and did a little opening set before the band came on, just to you know get the audience warmed up. I don't know where you stand on that set. I thought it was a really solid opening performance. I think he did a great job. Really good. I mean, it's hard for you know just one rapper to go up there with no backing band or anything like that and just do like 45 minutes in front of a a group of people who may not necessarily be super familiar with his work, but I think Vince really held it down up there. Yeah, but based on just charisma and energy, I feel like he pumped the crowd up just perfect. Got him just Definitely. to that point. You want him, you know? But uh, but Maxton was very excited about, he was looking at some Vince, Vince set list from the tour, and he was saying like, ooh, I hope he does North North. That was his he single. Was, he was excited to hear North North. That was a single from like two uh, albums earlier. Right, that was on uh, Summer summer something? Summertime 06, is that what it's called? That one. Uh, anyhow, it was kind of a 50-50 shot, according to the other set list, of whether or not he would actually play North North. Uh, and uh, and then it, it the moment came, and, and Vince said, I got one more for you, and he started playing Big Fish, the single from the new record, and uh, Maxton was pretty sad. But then let's hear let's hear Big Fish wrap up and and see what happens next. That's the best one on the drivers, really. Oh, no, no, yeah! You knew it. You knew it was I was about to say I was yeah. a little disappointed. Last song, my fucking ass. Such joy of life. <laughs> He's my favorite. I love him. Maxton and Trevor's solo podcast coming soon. Yeah, he actually uh, he he does have one uh, brewing in the works at the moment. Actually, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on it too. So look forward to that. Uh, but after that, we kind of just sat around waiting for gorillas to come on, and we decided to talk a little bit about um, other other live acts that had been happening in the area lately. For one. Coldplay. Big venues, they like keep you on a tight schedule, right? Yeah, they do. It could be nine, though. I wouldn't Coldplay, really be surprised though, if it's did nine. you hear about Coldplay? No, when, where? They, last night. They went over their curfew. They paid a fine. For where? To who? San Francisco. What? They paid a fine. How fucking punk, right? Coldplay. Props. That's like the most Gigi Allen move you could ever expect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they, play. They, they were, they they wanted to play as much as they wanted to play. They didn't care if they were going to slap for the five. They uh, went for it. I'm going the to absolute madman. Good boy. <laughs> Chris Martin just going. You know what? Fuck it. They had three stages at this concert. They had an A like stage, the, a B stage, and a C stage. Very I, I just like, the, I just like the, the image of Chris Martin going like, the city's trying to shut us down, yeah. but the music will never yeah. fucking stop. And yeah. then the people start cheering, and he just goes, um, when um, you try yeah. it, no, you yeah. don't succeed. <laughs> so uh, then gorillas played a show. <laughs> We saw we saw that gorilla band play some music live. Yeah, we we on the on the Human 2017 tour. Damon Auburn was there. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, Chea Adelaken. Anyhow, I figured the best way to do this, Trevor, is we should just go through the set list that night, right? Right. I mean, there's not going to be a lot to say about every song, but let's go through them and we'll talk about 
what was particularly cool. Yeah, we'll we'll throw out our thoughts when we get the special thing. So they open with M1A1. We knew they were going to do that. We you know. knew it was going to happen. I wasn't, you know, as stoked about it as you were, obviously. But I do have to admit, it made for a rousing opening song to the set. I mean, you can't argue with the delayed Damon entrance. You know, it, it, no, you that. I mean, you don't want to spend all your Damon all at once. You want to you want to build up to that <laughs> it's boy. True, it's true. Then uh, then Last Living Souls featuring that really cool uh, visual that I think you told me was from the Phase Three tour, right? Yeah, that uh, that originated on the Escape to Plastic Beach one, and I'm I'm. It's cool to see that they're still using it. I like it a lot. Yes, it's a nice compliment. A zombie wandering through the desert. Very cool. Yeah. Very yeah. Cool. And it was a great performance of the song, of course. Uh, then we got Saturn's Bars. We got uh, Tomorrow Comes Today, which I, which I which I enjoyed a little more than I was expecting to, I have to say. Well, I think we what we owe to that unexpected enjoyment was the fact that, like, we got a really primo Damon performance that night. Yeah, he was in top form all through the evening. His voice sounded really good. He was really just out there loving it. And yeah, like his energy was great. I'm typified by that great performance of Rhinestone Eyes. Right, yeah. I know I know that's not a, one of your favorite songs, but No, but but Damon, I mean, for one thing, like the it, it was night and day between the Demon Days performance of Rhinestone Eyes at that festival where he was just like half-assing all the lyrics and he just kept going factories far away. Way. <laughs> he like this time he like knew the words and was hyping it up and the band was sounding great it was a really good performance well done boys and then <laughs> we we finally got to unclench every muscle in our body because <laughs> we got to hear every planet we reach is dead, dead. <laughs> yeah with that awesome new outro a which alternate I really ending which it, yeah it was great seeing that live cool watching them transition right into that and i really like this new version of uh, every planet too it, like not quite as much as the album one of course but it's got a real kind of like liquidy funk vibe to it it does it does it, it's it's it follows the kind of nighttime mood of of the of the humans material quite nicely yeah, they did kind of human humanify it didn't they especially with that outro which again i think way back when we were like are they ever going to play it live again you were like i don't know maybe they need to figure out something to do when like turner's not there to make the second half of that song work and they i feel like they totally did, they did. it's really cool yeah, they, they they pulled it off definitely without ike and i think you were also a little bit surprised by how much you dug the next track uh of the night which was uh, which was sleeping powder sleeping powder yeah damon just did a really solid job on this one i was a little afraid when he put on that acoustic guitar that we weren't going to get the uh the teacup motion but oh yeah. we got it. We yeah. got it. He did it perfectly and sick. It was great. <laughs> I love how I love how 2D goes right and he goes left. It's just like it's perfect. It's it, so so good. It forms such a great image. And his falsetto was sounding like really good. He was on top form, totally. And the falsetto continued into a very strange performance of 192000. Right. What was going on here? I don't know. Let's let the listeners decide. I want to play a clip of that. Sure. Play a little clip of Damon screaming over this song. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know what that man was up to, but it was very fun. It was very fun. He was loving it. He was having a great time. It's so... It's so great to see Damon enjoying Gorillas, you know? Yeah, I think we kind of expected to see Kilo uh, on this song because we knew she was in the building, but I didn't even have time to be disappointed that she wasn't there because... Absolutely not, no. Damon was putting on quite a show. So then we got into a little uh, melancholy stretch of the set list, kicked off uh, appropriately by On Melancholy Hill. 
you could feel that cheer. That was a big cheer when they started that song. It was great. It's it's great that it's part of a live set. And then <laughs> and then and then, <laughs> and then it was time to get busted. And it was time to get blue. Yeah, and then I, I heard the opening notes of the song, and I immediately felt the cold deadness of the cell phone in my pocket. And the I was cold like, deadness of space around you after your yeah. space station has just exploded. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I was like, "Don't, don't, don't worry about it, dude. This is still an amazing song. Just enjoy it." And even then if you, happened. even if you can't light up the sky with everybody else, it's it's cool. It's still your favorite gorilla song for sure. But then this happened. <laughs> Maxton. Maxton handed you his phone so you could Maxton. join in on the Busted in Blue light show. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever done on a podcast for another human being. The MVP of the live episode, for sure. Oh, that was such a beautiful performance of that song, too, Trevor. Like, it, was it was really so great. It was so good. It was so good. And it's dazzling. It I think I sent you incredible. some pictures from it uh, afterwards and just Damon lit up in all that light. Like, oh, wow. It was dazzling. Wow. It was dazzling. I love that song. I love the performance of that song. I love that it's turned into this this planetarium-like spectacle. I was weeping in the venue. As soon as the song was over, I reached over. I gave you a big, tight hug. I wanted to hug Maxton, but I, there was no physically comfortable way to do that. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure he felt it anyway. Nice, nice, sweet moments at the Gorillas concert, you know? Maxton, beautiful guy. That was such a sweet moment. I was so touched by it. After that, they played uh, Albaniana. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Like... That was all right. Like, like, cut it. You can cut this from the set. You can. Nobody, nobody's like, fuck, man. I hope they play Omanyana tonight. I know it was a single, and so maybe you feel pressured because of that. But, but on Melancholy Hill and and Boston and Blue make for a nice little pair. Yeah. Then, then they started bringing out the collaborators. Though, you know, we hadn't really, we hadn't really gotten any collaborators yet. But very, they, very pointedly, very intentionally, they kind of give you this first act of the set that's just the core band. Yeah, yeah. Because even um, on Saturn's bars, uh, Popcon's not there. They do the uh, recording. No, though. right. No. Yeah. But then they brought out. King Push! <laughs> they brought out King Push, royalty himself, Pusha T showed up, they let him out. Let me out, I like this in the context of a let's bring back the energy song. Definitely, it works very well. And it kind of serves that purpose on humans too, I think. You know, it comes that's out of true, Boston that's Blue. True. Why don't they do that? Well, I mean, I guess Carnival, right? But who remembers Carnival? There is Carnival, Carnival but who nobody ever Carnival? thinks about it. Nobody talks about Carnival. So we got Let Me Out. That was really good. Cool seeing Pusha T live. After that, they played Dirty Harry. Got Booty Brown live. Booty Brown uh, doing his, He was very doing audible. Doing shouting. Very audible, but it was great. It was it was so cool seeing uh, the uh, the Phase 3 backdrop of the cartoon kids again. Yeah, and then... And then you get the beginning of humans. They play intro, I switched my robot off, and then Vince comes out and does Ascension. I guess that works. Yeah, I, I mean, this works. is this is a good kind of midway point in the concert, actually. So it's kind of like kicking off almost like, you know, the collaborators showing up did kind of kick off the second part. But this worked, too. But don't you think it could have worked also if they'd done Ascension instead of Let Me Out as the as the pump up after the super slow section? I don't know. I think it would have Yeah, cool. yeah, that could have worked, too. But I mean... Why not both? Why not both? Why not both? Then, holy shit, Trevor. Strobe light was so good. It was so good. Okay. Really good. Pevin killed it. Pevin was amazing. Pevin had these uh, these Chuck Taylors on that had like 
like day glow lights around the rims of them. One of them was like pink and blue and they would like flash as he walked around the stage. Very awesome. If I was like 10 years old, I would have been like, man, I want those. Where to cop? Anyway, it was a, it was a really like sweaty, clubby, like party of a song. And it was a little extended. They did a really cool light show along with it. Yeah. Oh, the, maybe the best lights of the night, actually. Yeah, they shot out across the venue like great beams. Really cool. Really cool. Not as cool as what happened next, though. Holy shit. Okay, so then they, they start into Andromeda, and there was much chatter in our section. Right. Should we hear that? Sure, let's let's get to it. Oh, wait, that. Did that drop? That's wrong. That's wrong? That is wrong. That's wrong? Dylan, was that drum? That was drum. Drum was in the building. Drum was in the building. He showed up and he sang Andromeda. He sang his little drum special part. They perfectly segued into like the last third of the song. It was really good. They really pulled this one off. They played what the actual what drum special should have been. Yeah, this was this in many ways was like almost the definitive version of Andromeda. My favorite part was when they both, like Damon and Drama, oh both God, on the lip of the stage it. and they squared off like like Jagger and Bowie and Dancing in the Streets, like shoulder, you know, they were like, you know, an, an 80s power duo. It was so I was good. losing it. Yeah, that was definitely a highlight. Really good bongos too. Yeah, that was just a, that was just a sick, sick performance. Speaking of sick performances, sex, murder. murder. Party. party this was uh, we knew this was going to be a highlight going into the night but even knowing you can't really know until you're there no because we it, it, we we went to some strange this party went to some strange places <laughs> it really did there's this whole like an indescribable new sort of third act section let's let's hear a little bit of that coming back and they did <laughs> they sure did man that was that was definitely one of many highlights of that night's performances so then we knew it was coming but but nevertheless that we were still elated when uh kilo kish took to the stage to perform out of body feeling out of body and i'm checking it out also i mean i if i mentioned pevin's shoes i must describe what kilo kish had on her body as well <laughs> Yeah, she looked like a uh, Final Fantasy boss. That's a good, that's a nice way to describe it. It was like, do you know what frills look like? Imagine a dress that is just them, and also pink and crazy. <laughs> and we also need to talk about Zebra Cats' outfit, as we, as everybody should be doing at all times. Oh yeah, didn't Zebra Cats do like a quick change between Sex Murder Party and Out of Body? Like he like stripped off one layer of craziness to reveal a second layer of craziness. <laughs> And one can only imagine what he had under that. Yeah, for sure. It's all. It's like it's. He's a matryoshka doll. <laughs> Just, he's an onion. <laughs> keep peeling back crazier and crazier outfits if you try to undress zebra cat. He's so good, man. He's so good. He's on, great. He's great on Sex Murder Party, and he's great on Out of Body. He just owns the fucking crowd, man. And he like, really stalks the stage. Yeah, in his own way. Like he's not. He's not trying to pump you up like like a hype man. He just like. He's like a, he's like a, a, I don't know how to describe it. He's a king. He's a new black king. <laughs> Speaking about getting hyped and pumped up though, 
Oh my God! Little Sims took to the stage for Garage Palace and our Garage Palace. Ex- sorry, Dylan. Garage Garage Palace, and our minds exploded. It was great. I hadn't remember like I hadn't listened to this song since uh, the Demon Days Festival, and I didn't really have a strong memory of what it sounded like in my head. But I was blown away all over again. I mean, for sure. I can't wait to like get granular with this when the studio version comes out because like. That is rat, rapid fire doesn't even describe the the crazy level of ratatat that she's doing in her verse. It's it's insane. Gets pretty lit. And she was again like you could see the whole crowd moving with her. She had them eating out of her hand. It was amazing. Right in the palm of her hand. Speaking of speaking of things being in the palm of your hand, though, <laughs> that's true. Then, then next Damon, they played kids with guns. Damon really really handed up for kids with guns. He had his big rock star moment. Right, he kind of went out over the crowd, right? Smoggy was holding him back a little bit, and he was, like, touching people's hands and stuff. Yeah, for sure. They were like, touch us, Damon, bless us. <laughs> Damon, like, it was a really good performance of Kids with Guns, though. Like, everybody exploded properly, you know? They really that. pulled it off, yeah, for sure. It was very good. Speaking very of good. things exploding. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> how many times can I use that transition? They I don't know. played super fast jellyfish, though. That's true. If you put a super fast jellyfish in the microwave for too long, it will explode. Anyway, I remember they started playing the baseline, Trevor, and I was like, are, where are the boys? Are the boys here? Where were the boys? Well, the, the speculation was maybe they weren't going to be in town that night because I guess they had a date pretty close by, like close in time, far away, you know? So, but then once they started sound checking all these De La Soul songs, we thought, well, they must be here. Right. So they started playing super fast and I'm like looking at the stage and it's just the band. Where is everybody? But you have to remember, miracles happen with gorillas. It's true. As soon as the, are you kidding happened, there are the boys. They, they busted out. They did an amazing performance of Super Fast. It was so much fun. I was I felt so fortunate to get to hear this song live again. It was great. I mean, every the place was going so nuts over them performing this that I couldn't even really hear the band. No. But like the fact that I was there while it was being performed was great. Yeah, absolutely. And then there was this kind of like hard to explain awkwardness at the end of the song that was also kind of worth the price of admission itself. Where like Right, because De La Soul are still doing that thing from phase three where they go like uh super fast jellyfish going super fast, but you can't see them, but you want to eat them. Right? right. That's how it's supposed to go. That's how yeah. it's supposed to go, Trevor. So I guess it'd been a while because they were doing super fast jellyfish going super fast, bet you wanna see them bet you want to eat them so that's a little different right sure we can't all be we can't all be gorillas podcast hosts with uh, (laughs) an encyclopedic knowledge of everything that this band has ever done no but then somewhat inexplicably for some reason they decided they wanted to turn this into a call and response so they would do super fast jellyfish going super fast and then they would hold the mic out to the crowd the very confused crowd who doesn't know this from the studio version right maybe not the best move you gotta admire their confidence, though. Yeah, for sure. They they eventually, I think we settled into just also saying "super fast jellyfish going super fast" back to them, and it worked. That worked. Yeah, and after that blissful moment of euphoria, they they ended the show on a high note with "We Got the Power." Yeah, we got the power. So the little asterisk here, I don't think we've talked about this on the show before, Trevor, but I guess Damon's bell broke. Which is very unfortunate. I know. I, from what I understand, the price of that bell was EMI not being a record label anymore. So it's a little bit, I suppose, it's it's fitting. And the price of the and the price of the bell breaking was us not getting to see Sam Eglinton on stage ringing that bad boy. Yeah, that was always the real highlight of that whole song life for me, yeah. watching him. Yeah. They, they 
did a they did a good job though that night. I mean, uh, Jenny Beth jumped into the crowd and was crowd surfing. That was very inspiring. Yeah, Jenny lifts it. Jenny Jenny really makes it work as a set closer. I think uh, definitely with, with her prowling and and rock star moves and whatnot brings it to life. And then uh, and then the set finished, Trevor. Then the set proper finished, and people that was started the set, cheering. And, they, and, and those boys, the stage went dark, and they and they and they got out of there. They, they left. <laughs> yeah, they and left. Then... And we were kind of we were kind of just <laughs> left there sitting sitting with. We didn't know what to do. Are they going to come back? Or is that it? <laughs> is the show over? But no, no, they came back. Was this Trevor's first concert? <laughs> That would have been amazing if in the moment you'd had the presence of mind to do the bit of like, well, I guess it's over, guys, and like stand up and start leaving. <laughs> what? 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 We they we finished. need to talk about encores on the show, like the concept of encores on the show some of these days, because like it it requires like there's almost a kind of suspension of disbelief going on there. You know what I mean? It is weird. It'd almost be like if you went to McDonald's and they're like, do you want your french fries? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you might be out. Well, I'm not going to give them to you. Let me go see if there are any left. It is weird. But no, we, we got the french fries and they were, they were, maybe, maybe you'd say they were fine Idaho spuds. <laughs> That's amazing. That's Because amazing. they came out and they came out and they played that new song that everybody wants to hear. Idaho. Idaho. Yeah, they played it. And uh, I think that our feelings on it were that it was fine. It was okay. Yeah, it was it was a uh, it was like a blur self-titled B-side genre experiment where like Damon or Graham would be like, "Hey, why don't we make like kind of like a country song about Idaho?" And they'd be like, "All right, sure." <laughs> I do I still do like the fact that he explicitly says Bruce Willis's name in the lyrics. That's great. That's a good addition to the Gorillas canon, like That's absolutely. Fun. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah. like that. But then some really weird stuff happened when they went to go play Stylo. Okay, so Damon starts in on this little speech. I'm I'm not even there's no way to set this clip up, so I just got to play it for you, but just, I yeah. I'll just say that a man came onto the stage uh as Damon was talking and he had a mask on and like a suit like a, that, a plague mask, like you know, like one of those it had yeah, a big yeah, beak yeah. and goggles. Like a hook that goes down from his face. And, and he then, was draped in this kind of mossy kind of... He looked... We thought it was the Boogeyman at first. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. That was like our Sun initial reaction. Like, the Boogeyman is here from Plastic Beach. All right, let's hear that moment happen in real time. I want to introduce someone now. He's a really wonderful and magical person. His name is Arthur. And um, he was very close to Bobby Womack and traveled around the world with us last time. Arthur? Arthur? What? Who is this? What is this? Arthur, do you want to say anything? And then the Stylo happened. <laughs> right, Stylo happened while this guy kind of just 
ran around the stage doing some moves. <laughs> yeah, he like he pulled his mask off, right? And I initially we were like, is that most deaf? Is most deaf here? Right, because there wasn't a lot of lighting on him. Like he was dressed like the boogeyman, like Sun Moon Stars. Is he in the building? But then eventually we thought we saw his face clearly, and we were like, no, it's not most deaf. It's, it's no, and, he's, and Booty Brown came out and he did most deaf's rap, so we were like, this, this <laughs> yeah. definitely isn't most deaf. Did, what did he like? Got on his back at one point and was like convulsing, kind of. <laughs> yeah. and, cheering and whooping we really were just scratching our heads like but this is a prime example this and like the extended sex murder party and the every planet version these are all great reasons why they need to just release like a commercial soundboard best of humans 2017 tour release so that or else i fear no one will get to experience this this live only gorillas (laughs) collaborator arthur arthur right arthur So we we came out of that very confused, uh, but then the the encore definitely steamed right on ahead from there. Right, because somebody's gorilla dream finally came true. When Masio came out and and did his iconic, boisterous, haunting, uh, uh, chart-busting laugh to cue up Feel Good Egg. And you know who felt pretty good about that? Maxton. Maxton. I was so happy he got to see this. He jumped up and he started dancing. He was so happy. It was great. It was great. Miracles happen at Gorillaz concerts. I was happy for him. I was happy for him. Speaking of Gorillaz miracles, though, next we got something that I never thought I'd get to experience. That's a good point. That's a good point. When the band launched into Clint Eastwood. And who came out to do that rap? Was it Del the Ghost Rapper? I, I don't know if they were able to get him, but they got Del the Funky Homo Sapien, who is almost just as good. For real, getting to rap along to Clint Eastwood with the original Del verse live in 2017 was like a surreal experience Pretty for amazing. Me. Pretty amazing. And I'd seen Del do this song uh, on hieroglyphic shows before. Uh, but that's that's not the same. He would always do this like different second verse that was like new. Uh, really? Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was cool to see him like go back and do the original studio because he was there with the band, you know, very chill, Classic. very chill. Classic. And also, I mean, like if he was there to represent mid '90s Oakland, his outfit certainly <laughs> was backing that up. He had like, he, I think his baseball cap and his jacket and his like his like cargo shorts were all the same color of beige. <laughs> He was almost like a like the typical backpacker kind of thing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It was a really good look. It was a great look. Uh, and then, predictably but incredibly, the the night ended with the with "Don't Get Lost in Heaven" into "Demon Days." And a stirring performance of them it was. A, a completely stirring performance. I mean, like I I felt the need to like lift my hand up, revival tent style. You were getting into it. You were getting into it. I liked it. I was feeling it, man. It was a deeply spiritual experience, man. It was a special moment. Dude, all of the dreams came true, but let's just go ahead and say, I, were we the last or like the second to last Every Planet on that tour? We, I think we might have been the second to last. Yeah, we were. We, we caught them right at the end of that run. Later, they would go on to cut it for like rehash. They, 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 played, re- they played rehash at the last date of the North American tour. And honestly, <laughs> like, I'm not saying I would have rather gotten rehash than Every Planet because I wouldn't have. But no. <laughs> rehash getting played at a gorilla show in 2017 is mind-blowing did, did I, I sent you a video of it did you see it i did i saw the soundtrack one just uh, da- damon is decked out in this classic vintage like like hooded sweatshirt <laughs> with the phase one gorilla spawn <laughs> on it and he's like this is for all of you and then they play rehash and it's just such a joy like so i weird. feel like damon auburn is finally a gorillas fan you know that would be like the equi- the equivalent would be like uh uh 
if you went to a, if you went to a Dre show and he started playing a world class Wrecking Crew song or something while wearing an NWA t shirt. Yeah, exactly. Like three people who got really into like more into gorillas than they expected this year and just totally ran with it. You, right? Me, yeah, and Damon Albarn. Damon Albarn. Like, I'm surprised he's not, like, writing us to be the third host on this show. No kidding. No kidding. Maybe he is, because we've gotten those emails, and we just throw them out. That's true. Yeah. Hey, here, let me pitch myself to be on the show, and then I hit delete, and then the next sentence was, I am the lead singer of a popular band called Gorillaz. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, we were riding high, uh, and then the, the whole third act of this evening was ready to get going, Trevor. We had quite a little journey left to go on, you know? We had to... Go out there and find our white whale, our massive dick, Damon Auburn. We had to get him to. We had to get him to say the name of our podcast. On Damon, tape. Damon, if you're listening, that's just a reference to the lore that you don't pay attention to. Right? Yes, that's the lore. That you well, you know, he loves the band so much. Now he probably did like get so. all caught up on that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he did. Maybe he did. But yeah, we had, we had to find Damon first. Though let's uh, let's check in with our ourselves at the end of the show and get a sense of just how we were feeling having experienced such a great girl. <laughs> I, I remember that I was riding pretty high. Let's see. Let's see if the audio reflects that. So Dylan, correct me if I'm wrong, but you and I just witnessed the best show of the gorillas 2017 Absolutely. humans tour. Absolutely. Like, let's go through, like, let's, let's go through a checklist real quick. Yeah, well, right? hang on. I just want to say first, I have witnessed the future of this band. Yeah? And his name is Arthur. What was that? <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk I about it. I don't know what that was. Let's go through it, all right? Okay. One, we got Feel Good Ink. We got Feel Good Ink. We Two, got we got Dale on Clint Eastwood. We got I felt rapping along that in, like, you know, live felt surreal. We got the new cut. We got, got sur- we got super fast jellyfish. We got uh, Out we got, of Body with Kilo Keisha on it. We got the amazing extended version of Sex Murder Party. And we got a, a credible version of Andromeda with, with Rob. I had no idea. We we got, we got, uh, let me out. Let me out with me out. That with that with push. Yep. Idaho. We got Idaho. 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 Like everything they could have played in that encore. Seriously. Did we hear everything they soundtracked too? I think so. We didn't. No, we didn't. No, they didn't soundtrack moments. Never mind. Yes. That was amazing. All right, now we gotta let's reconnect with the group because they're definitely gonna try and you know, yeah, pull some moves. say goodbye to Maxon at that point he had to split and then it was up to us to head outside the venue and track down damon alburn before that though we uh hooked back up with a couple uh other fans we uh ran into carmen and ryan again we it's just you we just witnessed the best show on the i think that's the best of the 2017 gigs i thought that was amazing did you have a good time did you have a good time my throat hurts oh you screamed a lot yes really good i would screamed a lot really good I don't give out to Idaho, my 
It's not my fave. No, it's fun though. It sounds like I told them. It sounds like a Blur self-titled era like genre experiment B-side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. I liked hearing it. I liked hearing Dave Garage Palace, Palace though. Oh my god, I jumped so much. Garage Palace though. I really good. With Sims. Oh, she was amazing. Oh Dell on Clint Eastwood. Dell on Clint Eastwood. Great. Over it. A bit weird. I can't get over it. There was a an old dude next to me, and he got super excited when De La Soul came out. He was all hidden. The person he's with. That's De La Soul. Yeah. That's De La Soul. That's awesome. Here. I got feel good ink. Super fast jellyfish and feel good ink, yep. which is good because I mean the good the good thing about that is that at least they both had something to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. No moments, but you know. No moments, but you know. It's I was really hoping for moments, but it was really cool for Super I, I almost thought when Superfast was over that they were going to go right into moments yeah. for a second, but it didn't happen. There's Ryan. Okay, let's do it. There's Ryan! How was that? That was, that was, really, that was really fucking good. amazing. That was the best show I've seen. That was, that was, that yeah. was so good. That was awesome. Really good. They pulled out all the stops. They really did. We got the planet. We got super fast. We got Clint Eastwood. There was really nothing to be disappointed about today, I don't think. Yeah, I couldn't believe that one. We got Drum, what Silo featuring with, Arthur. With, yeah. <laughs> I, I will be asking myself and the Gorillaz fan community about Arthur for yeah. the rest of my life. <laughs> Screen. Why was he there? Who was he? Why? There's a very good chance that we are the, among the only fans in the world to see the exclusive Gorillaz collaborator Arthur yeah. one time performance. Right. right. The new fifth gorilla for Phase 5, <laughs> Arthur, who wears a plague mask and also a suit made of moss. That's great. The ongoing mystery of Arthur. Yeah, we. there's just... I was going from person to person asking if anybody knew more than me and nobody did. <laughs> Yeah. So after that, um, we uh, another member of our uh, fan community showed up, uh, High Saffron, whose name I also believe is Ryan, right? Yeah, yeah. I usually just call him Saff. They're kind of a big presence in the in the Howl You Monkeys fan community. It was awesome. I knew that they were going to be there, and I wasn't sure what time, so I was like, I don't know. I don't want to miss them. So I was so happy to run into him. Let's hear that. It's me. It's me. He's literally don't right worry, there. I made oh, it. Okay, you yeah. made it. I made it. Give me this. Give me one of these, You're huh? Oh, all my sweat. I was so afraid that I wouldn't see you. Yeah. Yes. What's up, man? Trevor? Yes, I do. <laughs> Alright. You're, you're August 13th? August 13th. I'm August 15th. Leo's. I know, right? Right. Right? Stick together, you yeah. guys. Okay, I'm gonna see, see if I can like actually. Are you pleased? That was a religious experience for me. Incredible. I'm not exaggerating I'm in this life. Incredible. What about Arthur? How, when are we gonna know about Arthur? Was he wearing that Russell mask? Was that he, what that was? I think he was wearing a plague doctor's yeah, mask. It was, okay. it, it, I thought he was being like Boogeyman 2.0. We, we thought too. it was Dave. Yeah, we I, thought it was most deaf. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. most deaf too. Me too, yeah. Especially like when he first took his mask off, he didn't have much stage lighting on him, so I was like, yeah. maybe. And then but he's wearing a suit of moss. It's possible that he's just a mutual friend of Damon's and and yeah. But then why the getup? So weird. <laughs> can you hear? Can you hear the frustration? It's just the confusion was palpable. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted to know. I wanted to know why Arthur. Right, but we had more pressing issues. We had to find Damon Alburn. So that's what true, we decided to do next, we we decided to make our way for the buses. Before we got there, though, we ran into some old friends. Okay, we're going to the buses. Is it this way? I don't know. This way? All right. So we're looking for a small, loud Australian girl. Yeah, where's she? Small, loud Australian. Hey, there's our guy. Hey, man, what's up? 
There's our guy. Hey. How are you? See Hello, so stylo much. owner. Sold out over things. Did hey, you, did no you wear the show tonight? Yeah. Did yeah. you enjoy seeing it on the big screen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I was so bummed so when they did. Yeah, cool. I know. She was like, "Are they not gonna play it?" I'm like, "They're gonna play it." Gonna no, they always do it in the encore. They yeah. always. Yeah, but yeah. who the heck was that dude with them? Arthur, who was like wearing a big thing yeah. of fur and he had a mask. Nobody knows who this guy was. Total mystery who that guy was. Really? It was pretty cool though. He was good though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was definitely adding something to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. All right, well, we're going to go try and meet some people, but thank you, okay. like, hey, so much. No problem. Thanks for that right yesterday. That we, can't, we have not stopped talking yeah, about us. Good to see you, Tim. Yeah, I started listening. Bye. Nice meeting you. Bye, you. Bye to the thank luckiest you. two girls in the world. Thank you so Bye, much. Great meeting you. Bye, Stylo family. Bye. I love the Stylo family. They're the sweetest. They are the sweetest, aren't they, Dylan? They're so sweet. And also, that's not in the clip, but... In that little conversation, at one point, he was just like, oh, hey, your wife's pregnant, right? And I was like, yeah. And then he goes, yeah, we went home and found your podcast and listened to it. Come on. How, how great is that? Oh, Such, my God. What sweethearts? The sweethearts. <laughs> the people who own the Stylo car listened to our podcast. Yeah, and now they should definitely come on it. If they're still listening, you guys should totally come on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we, after that, we kind of just kind of continued hunting for the buses with a couple other distractions. Oh, I'm like tingling. Something in my, something in my somatic nervous system is like... Gorilla senses are tingling. Yeah. All right, so how's Shrub? That's an amazing Murdoch. Oh my gosh! Murdoch! Hi! We're making our way to the buses! We wish we could interview you for our podcast! We love you! Is that the real Murdoch? <laughs> that was the real Murdoch. <laughs> I like to imagine, Trevor, that if we had gotten that interview, all I would have asked him was, what was up with that guy, Arthur? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Where are we going? I don't know. I'm following you, which is a bad yeah. sign. I'm not a leader. This is some fucking spinal tap shit right now. Yeah. This is us not finding the stage. Well, we walked in this room. Is it? I, did we? Yep. There's B. The There's C. That's the thing? That's yes. where we started. Where are we going? Well, Corey said about the bus. Where are the buses? I don't know. The buses were way over there, guys. We passed the buses again before we got to the silo car. Oh. Back at it again. Right. What's the fastest way to the silo or to the buses? Back around. This way? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's all falling apart when it matters the most. I know. Oh. Oh. Is that it? Like that trailer thing? That's just a trailer. Fuck. I'm losing it. Trailer? Losing it. What's up with that trailer? I don't know. What's the story with the trailer? Is this the downer ending? It could totally be. I hope this is the downer ending. We're getting fucking phase three right now. A robot's just gonna vomit up an octopus and then it'll be over. Do you know where the buses are? <laughs> oh my gosh. This is the downer ending of a live episode. We, it happened. Fuck. Dylan, can you can you hear the despair in my voice? I mean, in both of our voices. I mean, like, my guts, just listening to that clip, started to twist a little bit again. My heart was in my throat. Let's, let's, let's keep going, though. Deeper into the belly of the whale. This is the downer ending of the podcast. This is happening right now. This is the climax of the third act. This is when our heroes lose all hope. This isn't how Cambellian journeys end. Hi, we were supposed to meet up with the people by the buses to get stuff signed, and we can't find the buses. Do you know where those are? Oh, you're on the way, right? Yeah. So you want to this way, make a left. This way, make a left? Yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you. I got word from a guy from the venue. Okay. He said this way and take a left. That's a shuttle. Yeah, Is that them? Is that them? Is that gorillas? Are they leaving? I figured they had a... Let's look in the window. in that one. We just passed the We did it. We did it. Now all we need to do is get him to say the thing on the card or swear at us. Is this where we should talk about why we were expecting Damon might swear at us? Yeah, we probably should finally reveal the the trump card of this entire podcast that we've never talked about before i guess if you want to call it that this is a story i have that like a few people in the girls fan community are probably really sick of hearing me telling but i think it's a fun one and i've never told it to you right no yeah i've heard it secondhand from other people so this right so the story of the first time i met damon auburn it was in october of i believe like 2015 and uh, I had just gotten tickets to go see Blur play at the Hollywood Bowl behind their like Magic Whip tour, right? I actually went with I went with Ben. Oh yeah, from earlier, and a couple other uh, Gorillas fans. I know I'm going with Ben, right? Who is very very good at meeting bands and artists after shows. If he could get Jeff Mangum, there's no reason why he couldn't get Damon Albarn. That's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, if I'm going to meet Damon Albarn, I want to have something for this guy to sign. So I. Go back to, uh, you know, one of our earlier set pieces, <laughs> Amoeba Records. Right. It's all coming full circle. Yeah. I, and I find there a, a cool little used copy of uh, The Great Escape, which, you know. Oh, perfect thing to have David Auburn sign in the line after a show. Especially at a Blur concert, right? But we had a conversation earlier about inspiration versus hubris, right? right. <laughs> yes, we did. All right. So what I, what I decided to do was I thought it'd be pretty funny uh-huh. if I didn't just bring a Blur album I brought an album by Damon's old band's nemesis, Oasis. Yeah, the feud that we've not really talked too much about on this particular show. Right. Damon once, Blur were once kind of pitted against Oasis in what was called the Battle of Britpop in the mid-90s to see which of these two bands would sell more, which of them would be more successful. It all kind of boiled down to this day when... I think The Great Escape and What's the Story, Morning Glory by Oasis came out at the same time. Right. And Oasis won, didn't they? Details are hazy. <laughs> Many will tell you that Oasis won the battle, but Blur won the war. That's a good That's a good point, because didn't later Liam Gallagher say that he hoped Damon Albarn would die of AIDS? Live on an award show, yes, wow. while accepting an award, I think. But anyway, wow. I thought it'd be funny if, in addition to The Great Escape, I picked up a copy of What's the Story, Morning Glory, <laughs> and took it with me to get signed by Damon Albarn you after little a impish, show. You impish little whimsical demon. Something like that. So I get this copy of What's the Story, Morning Glory. I got my copy of The Great Escape. I go uh-huh. to the Blair show. Uh-huh. Ben, being the, the holy treasure that he is was able to like you know lead us back to where the buses were going on and damon came out and he was mobbed by blur fans which you know is not in a position that's gonna put somebody in a mood where they're very receptive to take what could be easily read as a not very like a little bit of a 
Like you said, mischievous joke. Right, yes, yeah. I stand by it. I think it was very funny and in good humor. Oh, it's not, it's inarguably, it's very funny. It is Thank very you. funny. So he's he's meeting us, he's, gra- he's taking some stuff to sign, and eventually he gets to me, and I hand him the records. He signs the Great Escape, and then he, you know, shifts them around to see what's under it. And what does he see? This critically acclaimed album by his former rivals. And yeah. I say former, because as you know, he is now friends with Noel oh, yeah. Gallagher. Not with, who performed, not with not, Liam. Not with Liam. Not with Liam. <laughs> but Noel Gallagher performed the We Are the Power, and they're buddies now. And he told us that in line. He was like, oh, what's, 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 what's this? Uh... You know, Noel and I are actually friends now. And we start, like, you know, obviously we are, me, me and my buddies are, like, immediately embarrassed that we have tried this, <laughs> this thing. <laughs> and we start backpedaling, like, you know, yeah, we, it, it, I, I thought it'd be funny. Um, and one of my friends goes, like, yeah, he's also going to get, um, uh, he's also going to try and get uh, Liam to sign a copy of Park Life or something. And Damon was kind of just like, you know, you could see that he wasn't really feeling it. No, it wasn't. It wasn't landing the way that gracefully, like a like a like a gymnast, the way that you no, hoped it would. The, the, the way it landed was him signing the Great Escape and then pushing both records into my hand. What's the story of Morning Glory? Unsigned. Him looking me right in the eye and saying, "I'm not signing fucking Oasis." <laughs> so my mu- my musical hero, I spent countless hours of my teenage years listening to his music. I have seen him, I, by that point I had seen him about three times, and I finally get to meet him, and he swears at me. So this is what I'm thinking, was that we hand him these cards, right? If we, if we, if we in fact get him. Worth mentioning, by the way, yes, we've made it to the buses, but we are very late. Like, right, and I mean, we for all we know that the uh, the band left in those uh, in those shuttles we saw. But our feeling was, if we get Damon Albarn to take one of these cards, if he's still here, whatever comes out of his mouth next is going to be good tape. Of course, yeah, it's going to be a great <laughs> moment already, regardless of what he says. I mean, honestly, the best scenario would be him remembering me, right? Oh, it's the Oasis guy. <laughs> yeah, that would have you know been a real replay so moment. Fuck your podcast. Things things did get a little weird though once we got to the buses, didn't they? Yeah, uh let's just let's just take a look. We're here. We're here. This is the place, right? This must be the place. Well, now you melody. Oh, this is okay. That's Arthur. Hi! You're Arthur? Name is Bond, James Bond. What do you call me, Arthur? Sure, you were a friend of Bobby Womack. Yes, sir. Come on, guys, we can have you. Let me get over out of the way. Sure, Sure. come on over. Arthur, we're solving it in real time. It's happening. (laughs) It's happening. Trevor, I I cried to the universe, who is Arthur? And the universe, as it's wont to do at Gorillaz concerts, (laughs) answered. We got to the buses. And who is there but Arthur? Can we can we paint a little bit of a picture at least? Like Sure. He didn't have his plague mask doctor thing on anymore. No, he was on a bicycle. He was on a very big bicycle. Yeah, and he'd kind of like stuffed that whole mossy suit of his into like a long something trench. like that. Yeah. He also had a very cool old fashioned uh Escape to Plastic Beach 2010 tour uh security badge. And he looked like wizened but spry. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. There was definitely something uh, mystical about him. For sure. Are you okay? Are you okay? Did you get a question? He's coming over to say hi. Season four climax, okay? (laughs) Arthur, we have to talk to you. James Bond, we have to talk to you. I don't want to lie, though. What is the reason here? I'm gonna have y'all see back here because one of them. Sorry. Sure. There's a law with that. 
because if you just log everything. Really? The law is always important. Whatever it is, the law of a shoe, if you don't tie it up, then you have there's a law. So immediately, one of the most interesting people I've ever met. And immediately, like, not necessarily the easiest interview subject in the world. No, but we tried. Let's let's hear our exclusive interview with Arthur. Okay, let's see if we get those answers that we wanted so badly. Well, hey, I want to say, you do? welcome to Hallelujah Monkeys, the number one gorillas podcast in the world. <laughs> true, true. My name is Dylan Flynn. I'm Trevor Aircraft. And you're Arthur. Arthur, Arthur. You look great Arthur. up there. You, oh, you ripped God. it up up there, man. Was it really cool? It was yeah, really yeah, cool. Awesome That's the first time I ever did that, man. I have questions. Yes, sir. Tell me with the mask. What's up with the mask? The mask was like incredible. Like, <laughs> I was, I was, you know, in Lamert Park, and this dude had all these masks, and I bought two of them. That's like a plague doctor with it's, the, it's some a, moment of inspiration. Just, just did it. Question number two. Because I think Bur Murdoch or one of them have on that on the. Sure. I got one just like that, but just I wore like this that. one. I had another one too, another another one. I, I just couldn't. I'm on a bicycle. That's wild. I'm having fun. It's it's a nice bike. What are you going to ask this asking, man? I'm just hyper right now. I'm almost. I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> we're going to try to get Damon to say the name of our podcast into this recorder and see if that works. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the name, the, the numbers. Oh, it's Hallelujah Monkeys is the name of our. Hallelujah Monkeys. What That's is the it? thing. You didn't make that up either. That's nope. real. <laughs> What's your first name? Hallelujah Monkey. That means it's the truth. Mm -hmm. How did you meet Bobby? Tell me how you know Bobby. La Cienega and Olympic. I was in a 7-Eleven. And a, a dude named Ryan Wilson walked in and said, hey man, I guess he, I was just, he said, hey man, you know anything about me? I said, yes. Didn't know nothing. Took me to the studio. Went in the studio. Bobby joined, uh, uh, if, if you, uh, if you think you're lonely now, in oh the studio. yeah, he was doing that, and then okay, end up working, end up moved. I moved, they hired me, and I worked at their house. Wow, a, wear a little white jacket with some black pants and a bow tie. Wow, he said, you rang. <laughs> I just take the children to school. And when was it? When was this? Was very, uh, wow, eighty somewhere, nineteen. It wouldn't be, yeah. Drew Barrymore, the Drew Barrymore. Yeah, the, the, she used to go to school down there. I used to see her all the time, and would always wow. say hi to her. And, right. And, 80s uh, Hollywood. Bobby, and Bobby Womack's son went to school, so I'd always see her there. She was just a cool little child. That's she amazing. Cool. And then you met Damon through Bobby, I'm assuming. Met Damon through Mr. Womack. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I was out. Wow. Uh, I met him at Coachella. Coachella. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Out on a white jock suit, but with a hood on it, with real parachute material. And Damon <laughs> said, "This is an angel here." I said, "Who told you?" <laughs> <laughs> No, not that I really am. That's amazing. See, I wear a disguise so that I can do what I got to do here. See, I go around the world and I set decrees. See, God, it's heavy, man. It's, it's a heavy, heavy. We got heavy, heavy on the show. We got heavy on the show. Man, call, sure. man, any, call me anytime you want to, man. I give my number. You want my number? 702. I might bleep it so not random people who hear the show call you. I don't you. even care. It's just a phone number. I don't care. That's true. Shit, what up? What up? What can happen? Well, hey, if you're listening, it's this is Arthur. Awesome. He has great stories. You should give him a call. Man, I got some stuff out of this world. <laughs> As you can hear, I did actually bleep most of Arthur's phone number. And reviewing that tape, I cannot... <laughs> find anything in there that prompts him to give us his phone number no, we didn't ask for it we did not ask him for it but he was willing to give it we also didn't ask for a lot of the wisdom that he started kind of just bestowing upon us do you want to do you want to get more into this interview and hear some of the stuff that arthur had to say well just to quickly reflect on what we've already learned is that uh, is that uh arthur is really into 
disguises and Drew Barrymore and God. He's an he's an actual angel. Damon knew one glance. We gotta stay tight, and it's all about that, really, man. Just staying tight. I get kind of get lost sometimes when I'm talking, but the women are very, 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 very important. If we don't guard the women, there'll be a real big problem. Hmm. See, I'm gonna give you a law. In the very beginning, we were creating everything. When they disrespected the woman, after they did that, they would do anything, anything. I don't know if I agree with you, Arthur. Well, there? Well, I, I was women, there. I think women, they take care of themselves, Arthur. Oh, well, okay, don't, but he was there. No, you're cool. <laughs> he was there. I no, I was there. <laughs> this is the beginning of, I, here's what I remember about, this is the first time I've heard this interview since we since this night, Trevor. Okay. Here's what I remember about this interview. A lot of crazy stuff that Arthur was saying, and you were low-key doing some really good comedy, kind of like being his flavor flame. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was I was stunned in this moment. I couldn't believe that this interview was even going, that this was even happening. <laughs> Let's jump back in. Hold on, I'm closer to God than anybody walking on the planet. I it takes a lot to even say that. I understand. I'm not trying to be just, it's just, is that concrete? Yeah. Is that a light? Yeah. Is that the moon? Yeah. Are you brothers? Yes. We are brothers. Are we on the monkey? Yeah. We're all brothers. Are yeah, we brothers? exactly. Can we be brothers, man, Arthur? Man, I'm, I'm serious. As long as you're right, you're okay with me. <laughs> That's all it's about, man. Because men can work together. See, hold it. You know what makes it? We know what makes men come together. Show me with a physical demonstration. I'll tell you about one. Okay. Uh, it's the it's, it's, it's actual facts. Harvey, Maria, Sandy, storms. Yes. Disasters. Man. You don't know nothing about no god down here. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just being. You, you're really. You're, you're cool people, and hearing this, you really, I don't, you're lucky and you're fortunate, and I'm, I'm lucky to tell you. I'm not trying to be no, and I could, I'm, I was playing a band at 13. I'm 70 now. Almost 70. Like you look I, great. No, God is great. I'm just cool. I'm a reflection of you. <laughs> that's a great line. God is great. I'm just cool. I don't know if that's the first time he's busted that one out, but it was really good. And so not not only does Arthur know all this cosmic stuff about God and religion, he he, he also knows a lot about music, too. Let's listen to this. Okay. Well, listen, Bobby was that's an incredible, incredible entertainer. Bobby Womack yeah. was. Very missed. He came in with the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. It came with the gorillas. Can yep. you imagine the two greatest bands in and those are the two. <laughs> those are the two. In history. Yeah. Those are the two. You got the Rolling Stones. The Stones and the, and the gorillas. What? What the man? They made that up too. They it's so good, better mm -hmm. than anything you can think of. You heard it. Th you heard it there, straight from Arthur's mouth. The two greatest <laughs> bands of all time, yep. the Rolling Stones and Gorillas. And then he starts talking about how he's also a bit of a musician, and he tells us to go. Uh, look up his music project. I still haven't. I have to admit that I haven't. Play the clip, and I'll I'll, t I'll tell you about it because I did look it up. <laughs> All right. My name is Israfil. Look that up on the internet. Look up. Look us. Hey, y'all, look this up on the internet. I S R A F I L. Look that up. Israfil. Okay. Israfil. Yes. I'm sure right now when we go it's record cool. in the studio, it's we'll, cool. we'll. Are you gonna love this? And we're excited. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. He's a musician too. But a different game, but he's still a musician. So yeah, I I, I went and looked up uh, Israfil, and it turns out Israfil is um 
One of the uh, one of the four Islamic horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, okay. who blows a trumpet to uh, signify the day of resurrection. Oh, he is a musician, just a different kind. Just a different kind. That's Arthur. <laughs> that's Arthur. Well, that's a little bit more sinister than I. Was I was expecting a Bandcamp page. <laughs> Me too. Head back to the tape. Well, hey, it was amazing watching you move up there and yeah, bring there back were a the lot of Bobby. people up on that stage, and you, you were a highlight, dude. It was like, great. Seriously. All that is your Thursday. I'm our Thursday. The day is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. See, there's eight days in a week for me. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> Black Eyed Peas. Uh, Did they say that? Yeah. Our Thursday? They do Thursday, Thursday twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but our Thursday, my What's, name. Tell us what goes on on our Thursday. Everything. That's what I deal with God. Okay. Right. Yes. So you're Remember a fourth-day Adventist? No, I'm just... <laughs> I am... He's an angel. That's what he said. He's That's an angel. It. That's true, though. I'll hand it to Dylan at the moment for that fourth-day Adventist joke. <laughs> sure, sure. So, yeah, all kinds of little nuggets of wisdom coming from him. We eventually do kind of get him back a little bit on topic about what he's doing in L.A., so let's listen to that. So did Damon say, come out on stage during Stylo? No, yeah. it? No. Uh, I came here earlier today doing the sound check. They gave me my pass. Right. This is from the 2010. I was tour. I was just admiring that like vintage escaped plastic beach like access card. Uh, really cool. Yeah. And uh, Craig told me to come to the concert, so I came. So I saw Damon. I said, Damon, da 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 da. And he said, Come out on Stylo. I said, Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And you certainly came out on Stylo. Man. All the LA, LA was there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, let LA look bad. Should they, yeah, they made that up. <laughs> LA, LA is, LA, LA is okay with me. Good. I mean, I, nice. I came here to LA on April the 14th, 1 a.m. in the morning, 1976. Angel, Los Angeles. It makes Man, sense. they made it all up, but it's the truth. It's made right. it up. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. But I'm gonna tell you, something. I hate to say this to you, but it's gonna be a big earthquake. I'm just. Do you know I when? Just, I just had to tell you. It's going to start out in the ocean, mm -hmm. maybe on Hawaii. It'll come across the bottom of it. It'll hit in Oregon. This thing, thing. This sits underneath a table of water, 100 miles in. Right. And what's going to happen? It's going to ship. When it drops down, a tsunami is going to create a nine, a 900 foot tsunami traveling at on a, tur a. Give a time frame. Hey, do you know when this is going to happen? Man, don't let me say that part. We okay. don't want to do that. Just okay. Let All it, right. Cause if you don't want to hasten it, As I said, I'm right. trying to hold It'll it back. It'll come when it comes. I'm trying to I'm working hard to hold it back. I appreciate I it. I know when the hour of the Lord is coming back either, too. So. Is this something that you think? I, you think? Right. I don't even. I don't even try to even. I don't even. Try to even ooh, I don't even. You can't predict that kind I of stuff. I don't even think about it. I know. Never. After you've been there before and know who he is, I don't. I'm not. No, I just. I know. Really. Nothing like me ever been born down here. Not what I do. Do you get the same mental image as me of Arthur, like Charles Atlas, like physically holding back the superquake? Something like that, yeah. That's what I see in my head. And like, in that moment, you totally, you believe him, right? You think, you think he could. Maybe he will. Maybe he'll stop it from destroying us all. Maybe. Maybe he will. I don't remember what happens in this next clip, but considering it's Arthur, I'm sure it's gold. So let's I'm listen sure. to it. I'll do this all night, Trevor. Yeah. My IQ is like 140, but I'm just... But I'm just cool. I'm not trying to be no big shot. I'm just Arthur. I think you're a big shot, but just, not in the bad I'm just, way. I'm just, I'm just Arthur. That's just, it. He's just out here doing it. I'm just, just Arthur. Just out here doing it. That's just being, just being his friend, being his friend, her, him, plain. That's a her. 
just a cat woman. That's like that. I'm just being you. Just uh, you heard him point up at the plane and say plane, right? <laughs> yeah. The concrete. The listeners at home. Say it. The listeners at home. Yep. Definitely the listeners. Without the listeners, there wouldn't be any talkers. Of course. There wouldn't now. We love you very much. The monkeys. Hallelujah monkeys. Hall Hallelujah monkeys. Look, I can't remember everything, but I will, if they, they help me, I'll remember. I'm just, I'm just so hyper. Just. Without listeners, there wouldn't be any talkers. He was kind of toasting in a way. He was a little bit, yeah, yeah. And then we, then we all had a little bit of a toast together, you might say, as we uh, said goodbye to Arthur. So let's hear that. So what are you going to do after this? Say, tell God to thank y'all very much for being, uh, thank you for your mother, father, your grandparents for raising you to do what you do. And all of my parents they said gonna go that. Pray, and go home and pray for a while, drink some water, and go on a three-day fast. Well, hey, neither of us are particularly spiritual, but if you want to bring it in for a prayer, we'll join you. Oh, want to do a prayer? In the name of God, the all-creator of everything, the protector of men and protector of women, and the guardian of overall, may Hallelujah, monkeys. Always be strong. Out of here! Amen. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Thank That's you, Arthur. That's what we're talking about, man. You rule, man. The Hallelujah monkeys always be strong. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's like, that's one of the best things we'll ever put on tape, probably. Serendipitous, like seriously. I felt true. I literally felt blessed coming out of I that. I felt blessed too. It was kind of looking a little dark for uh, the Damon situation though, because we'd been over there for a while now and we didn't see really anyone yeah. coming out. It really started looking like we missed them. Arthur Arthur was looking a little bit like the the unaccept, unexpected but sort of welcome the consolation prize almost yeah exactly that our boys after the band people stuff he may have slipped out of our fingers this time Trevor but this is not over we'll get him we'll get him we'll get that boy we're getting that boy <laughs> we're, gonna get, we're gonna get that boy I don't care if we gotta wait till the holograms are beside him <laughs> we're running out of time though <laughs> he's running out of time Look at those pizzas man you guys can walk up to him oh, on his deathbed and just be like, can you read this card real quick? You know, I here's the thing. What I did gain this this weekend, though, were, like, I galvanized some new friendships. Mm -hmm. I made some memories. And we talked, mm -hmm. to, an, we talked to an actual real-life angel. We talked to a legitimate angel. Now, Dylan, I think you and I would both be willing to approach Damon on his deathbed to try and get him to say the name of our podcast into a tape recorder, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm shameless enough to do something like that. Fortunately, it didn't have to come to that because a few <laughs> moments later, who comes out? Damon Alburn's bodyguard, Smoggy. Smoggy Nelson. Where Smoggy goes, he does so because Damon Alburn's also going there. So let's, let's, let's hear what happened when Smoggy emerged. Oh my God, I'm, I'm fucking nervous, Trevor. I'm fucking nervous. Smoggy, Smoggy. You recognize Smoggy, 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 Oh my god, it's the boy. The boy in question, Damon Albarn. Damon, middle name Albarn. Woo! Your card? Your card? I have my card. I have my card. Oh my god, Don. Oh my god. Trevor? Is this the boy? It's happening. He's on his way. Okay, okay. Yeah! Damon! Welcome. Damon! You're Smoggy! 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 Oh yeah. 
fucking blast. Damon. 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 Oh, he's my hero. He's right there. He's wearing his denim. He's got a cool hat. He's got his earring. Smoggy, I have a question, Smoggy. Is it true what you said about spider venom? Is it more painful to primates? He does not remember nah, that. Ain't right. I thought it was right. It kills primates up for. Okay. I have a I have a podcast about gorillas called Hallelujah Monkeys. We have a podcast. We made a gorilla with called the, Hallelujah me and Monkeys. Trevor, my friend. We've discussed you on it before. Yeah, but I was wrong. You were wrong about the spiders. We set the record straight. Okay, okay. <laughs> the fall too happened just now. I like that. I like that we cleared this up, Trevor. Me too. It feels like we really added something to the discourse around the fall, like even more so than when we did our actual episode on it. I hope one of these nerds is going to go into the genius page for the for the Joplin spider and annotate that little smoggy dialogue to include this revelation. Yeah, and you better, you know, you better provide a work cited too. I mean, credit where credit's due. Better link them. You better link them. So, so following up with Smoggy about, you know, that spider venom thing, that was cool. But we still had bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Hi, Damon. Hey, Damon. Hey, Damon. It's a fan favorite. But I've got, I've got, hopefully by the end of the tour I'm going to find more. I'm in good, man. They're all so Picture? Yeah. Well, hey, David. Here, I just can't can help but like every influence. We do a podcast. You know, yeah. So easy, man. So I've, do, I've done a tune about LA, which is very, very different. That's the thing. It's very different. David, we do a podcast about gorillas, about your band called Hallelujah Monkeys. It's like a play on Hallelujah Money. This is Trevor. I'm Dylan. We do a podcast. Podcast about your band called Hallelujah Monkeys. We've discussed all the albums. We've discussed doing this cartoon. We interviewed Carrie Levy actually. Yeah, right. He's a great guy. Would you be willing to read this into our recorder? This is Damon Albarn, and you're listening to Hallelujah Monkeys, the number one gorillas podcast in the world. David, we love you. We love you, dude. Can we take that for you? Keep that. Can you keep that? It happened. It fucking happened. It fucking happened. We got Damon Auburn to say the name of our podcast on our tape recorder. <laughs> I'm still not over this, Trevor. Listen to how not over it we were in the moment, though. Oh, wait, let's see what's inside. We did it. Trevor, we did it. Thank you so much. Get in there. Get in there. Don't miss it. We did it. It happened. That just happened. Trevor? Trevor. Trevor? We just got Damon Albert to say the name of Trevor? 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 On tape. It's 22. It's like three hours and 22 minutes into this tape. Monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast has been an incredible journey. This has been unbelievable. This has been an incredible journey. Uh, I'd say I'm willing to be hit by a bus, but I gotta edit this thing first.
the greatest podcast of all time. Okay? Like, you think he likes like, the pardon? I'm going to say this on tape, okay? Yeah. Fuck Mark Maron. Fuck right? him. Fuck the McElroys. All right, NPR, shut that shit down. Yeah, I remember. Hallelujah, hallelujah, fucking monkeys for life, dude. This, this is the best us. podcast of all time. Make that the sign. If you're one of the big networks, by the way, we're not interested. Seriously, Don't maximum call. fun, we're not going on that. Sorry, buddy. Cruise. Yeah, no. We're good. Yeah, we got this. We're, go- we're staying Radiohead style, unsigned. I stand by every word. Hallelujah, monkeys, best podcast of all time. Sorry, you, you heard mean, it. You heard it here. You mean Hallelujah, monkeys. Hallelujah, monkeys. Right? I forgot that we've been pronouncing the name of our podcast wrong. That was so magical, Trevor! Right? <laughs> one of the, one of the best moments of my life. Oh like, my by far. god! That that fucking happened, dude. So crazy. we did it. We did it. <laughs> the universe was on our side, and nobody's ever going to be able to forget it because we're going to stick it at the front of every one of our episodes from now on. <laughs> forever, right? forever, yeah, forever, forever. <laughs> I really don't even know what else to say about that moment. So uh, let's hear from uh, Ryan and uh, Saffron. They showed up again, and we kind of hooked back up with them. Okay. I got his signature. Oh, great. And photo bombed. Are you guys okay? Him. I'm. I'm more okay than I have ever been in my life. Ryan Hughes. <laughs> it happened. We That's it. where it comes from. Hughes is his last. Yeah. Hugh. Yeah. Ha- uh, Hughesta. It's not Hugh Hesta. No, I, 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 I would say it that way too. Okay. Damon is still such a sweetheart. Oh my god, I can't adorable sweetheart. Lovely. I know. I couldn't. You know what else? I just want to say, she's in here right now. But Carmen had a great night, and I'm so proud of her for coming and for hanging out with us. Yeah. yeah. I love Carmen. I'm so glad she was here. Yeah. No. Oh my god. Definitely. 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 She's like the she to me. She's the beating heart of the whole podcast fan community. I mean, like, def, yeah. She's proud of her for coming, having a great time, dance her heart out. It was really, really cool uh, and sweet. Just all the time we got to spend with all of the listeners this weekend. Circle of friends. It was so special. So then I started thinking, like, I have Damon saying this. I need to fucking press stop on this recorder so that the file saves itself, and then. I don't lose the fact that David just sent this on the recorder, right? Right. So I, I stopped it and pocketed it. And then out of nowhere, listener Zombicus starts saying some shit that I'm like, I got to get this on tape. Say everything you just said, but now into this recorder. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just talking with David and right. I asked him about Do you want to say your name or anything? Uh, no. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Just great 2D cosplayer here. Thank you. Zombicus. There you go. Zombicus. And it looks amazing. I asked him about uh, Mr. Sophie's balloon race. Which we love. He was talking about, you know, he releases things on his own terms. Not direct quote, but relatively what he said. But he also said he has some other songs coming up. One being one about LA. Similar to Idaho. So you've got that to look forward to. So it seems like... Fucking journey. I'm saying it right now, though. Zombicus Zombicus exclusive. I think that the Fall 2 is about cities, towns, states. I don't know. Mix. Not only did do you get an exclusive interview with Arthur, right? Not only do you get Damon Auburn <laughs> saying the name of this podcast into our tape recorder, right? You get some breaking developments on the fall too, and I can even follow that development up with some sub development. So I believe, right. I believe it was in the sound check in Atlanta. I want to say uh, the band did premiere a brand new song. They haven't played it in a proper set list yet, by the way. They, they premiered a brand new song called Hollywood featuring Jamie Principal. What? I didn't know that. Yes, Trevor. And the trip report about the song is that Jamie's great on it and it's faster than a sex murder party. Oh my God. I need that. I need that. A song about California with Jamie Principal on it? Like, Coming soon. 
My arms are flailing around. Coming soon. <laughs> Hollywood. So as the night begins to wind down, Trevor, the people started to peel off uh, from the group and we were kind of doing our goodbyes. And, and one of the last to kind of hang around with us was, was Ryan number two. Hi, Saffron. Saffron. <laughs> the, the, not that he's Ryan number two in the hegemony or hierarchy. He's the second Ryan who arrived that night. That's all I'm saying. Dell came out to start signing people's records, right? Which, and like, we were weirdly, like, we kind of didn't care about that. Yeah, we were buzzing super hard for the Damon thing. I, I'll also say- Because how do you say, top that, right? How do you top that? Yeah, what am what's, I going to say? What's Dell going to say into a microphone for us? Uh, I had to pee really bad, so that was, that was like- at factoring in for me wanting to just leave and get back to the car but this really surreal moment happened where out of on the left side of of my peripheral vision i see dell like 10 feet away signing things and on the right side there's you and there's ryan and then this started happening i love Dorilla. what a weird band the guy did um fucking wonderwall right oh style did he wonderwall I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Yeah, he did. He did Wonderwall. He did. What's that? Metal uh, Open Standard. Um, he did. What's that? What? Do 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 do. Yeah, yeah. Semi Charmed Life. That's yes, one of his. He did Semi Charmed Life. That's my um karaoke go to. Is it? Yeah. Perfectly lovely. Yeah, read. Holding. I'm fine. She's living. She's golden. She, she lives for me. She says she lives for the ovation. Her own motivation. She comes round and she goes down on me. Yeah. And I make a smile like a drug for you. Do ever what you want to do coming over you. Now that's my smile. Hey. What we go through. Don't stop to the rhythm that divides you. And I speak to you like a chorus with a verse. Come another rhyme like a chorus with a curse. Coming like a freak show. Takes the stage. To begin the games we play. She said, I want something else to get me through this. Semi child kind of life. Baby, baby. I want something else. I'm not it's listening when you say goodbye. <laughs> so glad I got it on tape. I'm so glad I got it on tape. Okay, but how cool would it be if you were at a gorilla show and they covered that? I will tell you that right when you hit the falsetto, I knew it was coming. So I looked over at Dell just to see if he would like wince or look over or something. You know what? Not phased at all. He did not give Gotta a shit. Gotta hand it to him. Takes a lot more than that to uh to phase old Deltron. Do you think his rhyme and shield deflected our puny rhymes? I think what happened was he thought, you know, this is par for the course. There are a lot of white kids at gorilla shows. Sure. <laughs> And that was that was about it for the night. I mean, uh, you know, we we caught Damon. Mission mission accomplished. Everyone was kind of peeling off, uh, like you said, and uh, we decided to head back for the car ourselves. And um, let's just play some audio, I guess, of us uh, walking back and kind of reliving what we'd experienced. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of this other than like really badly having to get to a bathroom. Right, but we we were on a high, so let's check in. Okay, that was fucking incredible. We knocked that live episode out of the that park fucking the happened. stars aligned on literally Everything. every like every star that was could have been in a line yes. aligned yeah we got a great show we amazing got, show we met literally like we met arthur we, we met arthur. had a 10 minute interview and crazy and it was arthur bonkers it was and then we met damon fucking albert damon the boy albert, the boy and his denim fucking Smoggy followed us up about the spider venom. We got that. We got that. And he said, We rode in the name. stylo. We, we met the stylo family. The stylo car. We befriended and made listeners of the stylo family. Oh. Insane. <laughs> Insanity. 
What a wild ride. Crazy. <laughs> really crazy. Something was gonna happen tonight. Something did happen tonight. How perfect is that that we had our despair too? I know. It was ah, oh, it's fucking so Campbellian, dude. So Campbellian. That was the belly of the whale. For sure. We were in the fucking belly of the yes. whale. And then we atoned with our father, yeah. Arthur. <laughs> we atoned with our father, Arthur! Who told us about protecting the women in our lives. And then there was a second atonement. Right. With our real dad. With our real dad. <laughs> Damien yeah. fucking Alburn. This is fun. I haven't heard this stuff yet, so it's very it was, it was quite a night. <laughs> that was, we did a really good job subbing up the craziness of this weekend in that clip, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it was a wild, wild weekend, and... I think we got everything we could have wanted out of it. You know what? We're such pros. We're so good at this. We, like I said in that little clip, we knocked it out of the park. You had a really... We, we were talking a little more about Damon Alburn, though, and you had a nice little... We, we got a nice little nugget of wisdom from you, so let's let's listen to the, this uh, one of these last clips. Okay, I'm game. He's got this glint in his eye, man. Yeah, the little smirk's so good. glint in his eye. But he's like... He's like I, I realize that this is silly what I'm doing, but I can see it means so much to you. I know. I know. So I'm doing it. That's like, I feel like, you know what? That's the gorilla's thing in a fucking yes. nutshell. Absolutely. I realize how silly this seems, but I know it means a lot to you, so I'm doing so I'm it. So I'm doing it. Right. <laughs> That's it. It's totally in You know what? The Damon that we got who said that on the card was the exact same Damon at that warm-up show who was like, Let's talk about the cartoon characters for a minute here. That was the Damon wearing a sweatshirt with the Phase One Gorillas font on it, playing rehash, saying this was for all of you. He's a new he's a new subcategory of Damon Albarn, and he's my favorite Damon Albarn. Gorillas super fan, Damon Albarn. We could sit here and pontificate all night about how meaningful this all was, and try to put a perfect uh, pin on this this episode here in the studio, but. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm liking the, the live energy of in the moment Dylan and Trevor better. So maybe we should let them take this thing home. I do. Should we talk about our outro song? Because we're going to use, um, we're going we're gonna to play something at the end, right? Yeah. So uh, I had to go hang out with my grandparents. But then Trevor, I believe your, your gorilla's family experience continued after this night. I got to go like full native. Like the next day, we all hung out at this little airbnb that a lot of the fans who were from out of town kind of went in on just kind of hanging out we sang a lot of gorilla songs the night of course climaxed in um a great performance of love a great performance of a beloved gorilla song let's let them wait for the for the beat to drop on that sure sure but it was it was a great time hanging out and singing with everybody um zombicus who we heard from is a very good guitar player, somehow knows every single Damon Auburn composition on guitar. That's awesome. But for now, yeah, let's let's allow the best versions of ourselves, the ones who had just seen a great Gorillaz concert, who had just came face to face with Damon Auburn and walked away as well as they could from it. Let's let's let them say good say goodnight. Okay, God bless you. I hope this episode was as good as I wanted it to be. Is this the last scene in the live episode? I don't know yet. Okay. Something tells me that... I feel like that we should make this the last scene in the live episode. Yeah, you're probably right. We're getting to your car. We just saw gorillas. Yes. Yeah. Um, We're brothers now, Arthur told us. Honestly, like, Dylan, I don't mean to get saccharine for a minute, but, yeah. like, I had to take off work to go to this gorilla right, show. Of course. of course, 
the excuse I'm going to use is that I gotta, I gotta go to this fucking animated band or record a live thing. So you know what I told them? I told them my family in town. Yeah. And you know what? That's so true. Not a lie. Not a lie at all. We're it's brothers. Been, it's been crazy going on this gorilla's journey with you. Right. It has been a real wild trip, and I'm excited to see what the future holds. May Hallelujah Monkeys always be strong. Always. And we always will be. Yeah. And until next time, don't get lost in heaven. Demo! <laughs> Once upon a time, at the foot of a great mountain, there was a town where the people known as happy folk lived. Their very existence, a mystery to the rest of the world, obscured as it was by great clouds. Here they played out their peaceful lives, innocent of the litany of excessive violence that was growing in the world below. To live in harmony with the spirit of the mountain called Monkey was enough. Then one day, strange folk arrived in town. They came in camouflage, hidden behind dark glasses, and no one noticed them. They only saw shadows. You see, without the truth of the eye, the happy folk were blind. Okay, so in time, strange folk found their way into the high reaches of the mountain. And it was there that they found the caves of unimaginable sincerity and beauty. By chance, they stumbled upon the place where all good souls come to rest. The strange folk, they coveted the jewels in these caves above all things. And soon, they began to mine the mountain. Its rich scene fueling the chaos of their own world. Meanwhile, down in the town, the happy folks slept restlessly, their dreams invaded by shadowy figures digging away at their souls. Every day, people would wake and stare at the mountain. Why was it bringing darkness into their lives? As the strange folk mined deeper and deeper into the mountain, holes began to appear, bringing with them a cold and bitter wind that chilled the very soul of the monkey. For the first time, the happy folk felt fearful, for they knew that soon, the monkey would stir from its deep sleep. And then came a sound, distant first, but it grew into castrophony so immense, it could be heard far away in space. There were no screams. There was no time. The mountain, called Monkey, had spoken. And there was only fire. And then, nothing. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>